Our friend Sam is actually going on a blind date tonight. Wait till you hear the description of the guy she's going out with. I don't know if he's the right one. Oh, boy. But you'll have a fun time anyway. Yeah, hopefully we'll get, it'll be a good story. It'll be a good story. Yeah, we'll this get, isn't uh, producer Sam. We know she has a boyfriend before everybody texts. Different Sam. Yes, different Sam. All right, <laughs> all right so Sam, may I read this? Sure. So, so uh, you're going through a matchmaking company. Yes. And they said they found a guy for you, and you guys both agreed you're going to go out on a date tonight, and you asked for a description of him. Yes. And here's what they gave you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's t- Okay, she asked you, let me know if this is someone that you would like to get a drink with. So tonight you're just going to get a drink. Yes. All right. He's 27, six feet tall, in good shape. He's thoughtful, confident, driven. He has a good job in finance, runs his own tech firm on the side, He's laid back, social, pretty extroverted, and sarcastic. He, you're getting text messages, by the way. <laughs> uh, he's really busy, as, as most New Yorkers are, and wants someone else who's also pretty busy. I think that's interesting. Huh. I like that, though. That's another way of saying he likes women who have their own lives. He's spontaneous and adventurous. He's traveled a lot. For example, he's doing a road trip from London to Mongolia. He doesn't practice any religion, but technically he's Jewish. He loves women who are goal-oriented, confident, fun, and interesting to talk to. He wants someone to push his comfort zone and be adventurous with him. Wow. Wow. Right? Sounds pretty... He sounds all... He sounds perfect. Yeah. You know what? Why is he single? Well, great. Well, because he sounds like he's (laughs) He's really busy. busy. Did you see a a picture of him? No, I I don't. Do they not... They don't let you see a picture? No, that's... that. Blurb right there is really the extent of anything. Wow, this is so cool. So Greg T is saying there's no way. You're <laughs> yeah. saying this isn't going to work. I happen to disagree with you, by the way. Okay. Go ahead. I have a gut feeling that this is not the right guy for Sam. Why? In some of those sentences, like, I understand that he's busy. I get it. But he's, like, saying, like, I'm so busy, so I don't know really how much time I can spend with you. But he and also then, said, on the other side, I hope you're busy, too. This, yeah. way, this, this way she won't get in the way. This this way he can still do his own thing, and she can keep herself occupied. And by the way, I'm on a road trip right now between from London to uh, Mongolia. So if you can call me there while I'm in Mongolia. He's not then, on a road trip right now. They're going out tonight and yeah. then no, what, what, no See, we're doing the thing so it's really funny says, how you sort of you connect the dots in such an odd way yeah i don't know i just i if i'm dating or if i'm in, on one of these sites which i'm not and i've never been on one of these sites so i don't know what really goes on i would look for something more real like you know um i got a decent job you know looking for some fun um, you know, very i feel like i'm outgoing i'd like to blend our friends together you know um you know, who knows Can I just tell you something? Happen. If I had to choose between the person you just described and the person that Sam's going out with, yeah. I would 100% go Hell with the person yeah. <laughs> Sam's going out with. I don't know. He also wants her to be so driven that, like, her mind is on other things and not about them, which that takes me away. I, I think that he wants to date her, but from afar. I don't think he really wants to... Be close well, with her. By the way, he hasn't even met her. What if right? he meets her and from falls that description, it's all I got. In love with her. Well, look, this is why anything could happen, okay, Gregory. This is yeah. why you should be a screenwriter in Hollywood. <laughs> you really are great in fantasizing about what it could be. Yeah. You really don't have enough information to. No, I don't. I'm looking for key words in that, and the key words in there is that he's driven. He wants her to be so driven. He, you know, uh, you know, another thing to think you need to keep in mind is these are New York City dwellers. Yeah. Right. When you are single and living in New York City, dating is rarely priority one. 
Your, yeah. your career here is typically priority one. We are all in this city trying to climb this ladder mm-hmm. to some sort of success that relationships really are secondary. That's not the life you're living. You, no, it's you, not. You're, you're living a life with a beautiful wife and beautiful kids living in the suburbs. It's totally different. You're right. So I guess I'm, yeah. So what my standards are in the description would be a little bit different. I, I'm I'm analyzing this. Plus it says he's extroverted, but he's sarcastic. I, I don't know. I mean, it, there's this, all these different things. That's just not the kind of guy I would be interested in. I all think right, Sam's right. more outgoing. That's He's, extroverted, though. I think, I think Sam like wants to go ones. to like football games, put the jersey on, and a hat, and have a beer. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, so, so Great T's telling you who you who he wants you to be. Uh, so, anyway, so using a professional matchmaker who wrote this this scenario up. Keep in mind, they also interviewed Sam, and they found out they wrote something about you. I would love to see what they wrote about you. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. Right. Can you Same. request to see it? I yeah, I'll ask her. Interesting. Wow. She I asked think- me like a hundred questions. It was just like next, next, next. Maybe not a hundred. Were they like one word answers or were they like in depth? A mixture of both. It was like, do you have any preferences? Like hair color, eye color, right. Right. profession. Does he have cool. to live at a certain place? Does he have to have a certain kind of religious uh, identification? So yeah. Linda just heard the matchmaker's description of this guy you're going out with tonight. And what do you say, Linda? Sounds like he's uh, from Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, you're right. He totally sounds like Christian Grey. <laughs> he sounds like Christian Grey. Oh, oh boy. Like very, very into his own thing, very driven. He'll he'll carve out some time for yeah. you, but he's happy you have other things going on so he doesn't have to carve out too much time. The right. only thing they left out was the Red Room of Pain. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find that out on the second day. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, I mean, so uh, thank you very much, Linda. Very good point. We appreciate that. All right, thanks. So, Samantha. I call you Samantha because now I'm I'm being I feel like a father figure. <laughs> so you're going to go out on this date tonight. Really, from this description, you know somewhat about so a little about his tempo, about right. his rhythm, but that's about it. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Are I'll, you excited? Kind of. Now I'm a little anxious. <laughs> from no, the description, what if he's what if he's married? Because he just doesn't want to carve out that a lot of time. That wasn't in the he description. He just wants to carve out a little time. I'm sorry, what's that? I said that wasn't in the description. I but. would hope <laughs> when you're using a matchmaking service that you probably pay more for than just a website, they do the research for you to make sure that the person is not married. I will tell you, a lot of people texting in are agreeing with Greg T. Really? And I want to know how, what percentage of those people live in, in, a, in New York City. I'm, yeah. I'm serious. Being single in New York City is so different than being single yeah. Anywhere else. Really. I think it's good that he's honest. I mean, I think I love that. putting out there that, look, listen, I'm busy. I, I I don't really have time right now, as much time as I'd like. So hopefully you're busy too, so that you're not, you know, expecting me to always be around. And then if you do fall in love, then things probably will change. But Sam is not from New York. Sam is from Rhode Island. Her roots are different. She's just living here now for work. That's no, but no, she no, goes back my, home my, to visit her parents. People <laughs> move to New York to live this lifestyle. Yes. yes. I know I did. Right. I, I know, you know. Okay. A lot of people do. And also keep in mind, again, this is a description as written by a matchmaker who right. interviewed this guy. I'm sure he probably he probably wanted to come across as being a much nicer guy and more gentle, but she took these headlines and said, here's what I think you're dealing with. Yeah. I hope it really works out. I think Sam's incredible. She really is. She's so smart, so successful. Thanks, and you no, know, really, I mean, honestly, attractive, outgoing. I really hope the best for well, her. Well, we all hope the best. Yeah. We love what, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, nine, guys. nine out of ten of us hope for the best for you. Uh, hello, Taylor. How are you? Hi, I'm good. 
So you say he sounds like a good guy on paper, but probably the worst in real in real <laughs> yeah. life. Why do you say yeah, that? I'm, I'm probably around Sam's age, and I am. I trust me, I get it. I'm generally attracted to that kind of guy, where it's like, yeah, he's so impressive, and he runs the world, and he's going to do all these adventurous things. And what happens is that you meet that guy, and he is that amazing, except that immediately, like Greg T said, he doesn't have any time for you. So you're going to be sitting around, like you know, in your tiny apartment, waiting for a phone call from Mongolia. Yeah. Like until he gets tired and you know, comes back, and then maybe you'll get like a date every two years. But you, he's going to string you along on that date. Well, wait a minute. Wow. But hold on a second. On that date. Sam, when you were interviewed, did you make it sound like your career really is coming first? And and, and dating? I said I was busy. I mean, I am. Okay. I, I do a lot. I'm I'm out a lot. So. so it sounds like this matchmaker found someone who they think is in the same boat as you are. This really isn't all yeah. about him. It's about right. what she told the matchmaker too. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I stay pretty busy. I mean, I don't want to be hanging over every text message that he sends. You know, I want I want to find somebody that's also busy and I can find I can find new interests that he's into. But also, I mean, I get it, too. Like he could be the worst in the sense of he's never going to want to hang out with me. This could be a one and only date. And if that's it, it'd be a good story. I mean, why am I on air right now? Are you you going out with him tonight? (laughs) Yeah, tonight. Are you coming back tomorrow to give us the update? Unless he's a murderer. Yeah. That's that's ambition right there. Can you take a picture? Because I want to see what he looks like. Selfie. Okay. But keep in mind, a matchmaker takes two points of view and tries to figure out how those two mesh together. This isn't all about him. Yeah. This is about Sam, too. That's true. 50% of it is about Sam. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, do you, are you on a clock that says you need your your eggs are drying up, you need to get married now and have kids? Uh, no. Okay. Not it, yet. Okay. So, You're so, so ni- young. Yeah. You're so young. <laughs> so neither is this guy. No. So this really could be, just for dating sake, it could be a good match. Yeah. We'll see. By the way, this is a different Sam. Do you have another Sam over here? Yeah. Hey, what's up? And Sam, your thoughts are what? I am not liking how much it's getting torn into so far in advance because I found my boyfriend on an online match site. And it's so impossible to dissect everything that someone writes. I went on dates with fantastic guys that sounded like Shakespearean poetry on paper, and they friggin' sucked. So you just need to be a smart person when you use these sites. That's it, because you're never really going to know until you spend some time with them. True. Like, remember Scary was on a match site one time, and he said he liked going to art museums. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. He's never been to a museum in his life. Yeah, other than the last time you went to an art museum. It, it was it was the uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Yeah. That's, also, that's, as, that's as cultural as he gets. That's also why I think this is all just a smoke and mirror show on this guy's part. I think he's married. I agree with Froggy. I agree with Greg T. Oh and gosh. I think he's just trying to manage your expectations ahead of time. Guys, that's he's, terrible. He's the one to be committed. It's I, I never said married. Just, she's going into this tonight with all these dumb thoughts in her head it's not now. Dumb. Let no, her just not. Let her no. go in and enjoy herself. It's Sam, you're going to enjoy yourself. I honestly wasn't even thinking about no. it until Greg T was like, so you dating anybody lately? Okay. Can we can we just strip this down for what it is? Oh. In the dating world, let's let's turn on the animal planet for just a moment. Yes. When, the, when the male peacock comes out and he fans his huge colorful <laughs> tail out, yeah. that's not how he is around the clock. No. He right. has to go over and aboard to attract someone, sure. to attract a mate. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Sure. But you know, once they he attracts a mate, the colors disappear and he becomes the a-hole that he probably was all along. Beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Um, what time tomorrow are you coming back? Same time? Okay, thanks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can't wait to hear all about it. I'm so excited. An interesting fact. He is driven and he has his own tech company everything. 
Uh, he drove from London to Mongolia, which would probably take a couple of months to do. I think Remember, he's, he's going very, to do that. He's going to do that. Oh, you're he's never busy. Him. He's busy. <laughs> you better just have appetizers yeah, tonight. That's the time he's going to be away with his wife. <laughs> and he was just telling you he's going to be driving from Mongolia to London. That's so terrible. <laughs> Here's something you need to keep in mind. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> the words to this song are really the truth about dating. <laughs> it's a theme song. This is the truth about finding a mate. Erase everything you think you know and listen to the truth. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby. Sex is a Texas drought. Me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants and I'll bet you'll feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Bieber. And you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two hand touch. You want it rough. You're out of bounds. I want you smothered. Want you covered like my waffle. Browns coming quicker than FedEx, never reaching apex. Just like Google Call Stock, you are inclined to make me rise an hour early, just like daylight savings time. Here we go now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Do it again now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> there you go. A true description of the woman who brought us the DeLonghi account. <laughs> All right. And by the way, she looks a little like Lord. Yeah, a lot like Lord. <laughs> a lot like wow. Lord. Great. <laughs> well, okay, Sam, uh, have fun on your day tonight. Thank you, thank you. I'll definitely report look. back. Yes, please, please. I can't wait. And I think whoever this matchmaker is, I, I think she or he. he uh, she. I think she. I think she really is truly locked into you two. I have, I have that feeling. All right. All right. Well, we'll let you know. It's so funny how we just kind of put whatever we are all about and what we believe, we layer it on top of everyone else's relationship. Right. And so we think that, well, they need to believe what I'm saying. I'm telling you now because, you know, I'm an old guy and I'm just telling you what I'm thinking. What if, like, Thor walks to the room? Oh, dear God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, thank you, Sam. Thanks, guys. Thank you. David Beckham. You never He's know. He's married. Yeah, he is. All right, let's get into your horoscopes. What are the stars saying today? All right, so it's Mandy birthday. Happy birthday to her. Capricorn, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Take a more relaxed approach to future problems. Enjoy yourself. Your day's a 10. Aquarius, open up to those around you. Loved ones will accept your vulnerability with open arms. Your day is a 9. Hey, Pisces, talking things out is going to bring immediate relief. Don't give more than you're receiving. Your day's an 8. Aries, prove yourself by showcasing your amazing skills. You'll reap the rewards very soon. Your day's a 9. Taurus, an opportunity is knocking on your door. Step out of your comfort zone and go for the extra mile. Your day's a 10. Gemini, financial Financial issues have you feeling a little extra anxious lately. Everything will work out. Just relax and go with the flow. Your day's a nine. Cancer, you have a tendency to overwork yourself. Remember, it is okay to say no. Your day is an eight. Leo, you're feeling eager to explore. Go ahead with a new adventure and enjoy yourself. Your day's a ten. Virgo, chat with somebody who can offer you a new perspective. There's room for growth in the unknown. Your day's an eight. Libra, delegate small tasks in order to accomplish for future projects. Success is on the horizon. Your day is a nine. Scorpio, you're connecting with others on a new level. Brace yourself for rising commitment. Your day is a seven. And Sagittarius, investing in yourself will be good for you. Cut back on the things you don't need. Your day is a nine. And those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. This is how you say I Elvis Duran in the morning show. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hiring? ZipRecruiter has revolutionized how you do it. Their technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. They find great candidates for you. Try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 
Well, it's time for, uh, it's not the game of games. It's the game of the day. Yeah. Where's T? Where is T? Where's the wheel? Where are you? Greg, where are you? Where, where, where is he? T. Hello. T. Greg T, where are you? Hey, is he paying attention? Can you hear me? Yeah, oh, you're on the phone. Why are you well, on the phone? I have the phone. Okay, so I have the fo- this is complicated. I okay. have the phone. Yeah, I know. I hear I- you on the phone. Okay, so Hello? No, where's the microphone come up on the board? Where are you? The I, microphone. Okay, give me, let me oh, just, God, let me, listen. Oh, listen. Oh. Don't you yell at me. Oh. That is he, uh, that is not going to happen. Oh. I just, he almost gave you the scary. Bah, 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 bah. I, just, I just swat the phone system like a fly. <laughs> let me be very clear. Don't you yell at me. <laughs> that is not. Don't you ever yell at me. Do you understand that? Listen. No, no, don't you tell me to listen. <laughs> I, will, I will pull your pants down and spank your bare ass. I walk in the studio today, and there's a wire. There's a wire going out of the studio down the hall. I don't know where it goes. Why? I don't know. He's in another room somewhere, and no one will tell me. Now, I'm going to go to, where is he? He's right here. Okay. Have you calmed yourself? Okay. Okay. Okay, I hear you on a microphone. Where is that? Okay, here it is. Here it is. Okay. okay. You're on the microphone. I need you to put the hold, to put the phone on hold. All right, the phone, the phone is on hold. All right. So now I can hear you. Okay. Let me be very clear. I will always be polite to you, but don't you start it on me. Do you understand that? It has been very stressful. I don't care. I have to clean a toilet. Wait, well, I have to get it prepared. You? Where are you? I'm in the men's room down the hall. Well, you have to be here to spin the wheel. Yeah. This is a remote wheel today. <laughs> no, it's right here. From the bathroom? It's right here in front of me, the wheel. Wheel so, of games! All right, it's the wheel of games. We're so spinning the wheel to see which games, game we're going to play. One of the games is Toilet Tunes. So if it lands on Toilet Tunes, I need to be in a bathroom. Well, I know, but what if it doesn't land on yeah, Toilet so Tunes? What if it does? So oh, wait, basically... Oh, my God, oh, my God, it just landed on Toilet Tunes. That's the strangest thing. <laughs> the, the, did, wheel, the wheel is weighted. How did you plan on the wheel landing on Toilet Tunes for the game, uh, the game of the day? I just kind of figured that you might want to play Toilet Tunes so the wheel is weighted you in that direction. No, we, we, cannot, we cannot rig contest. No. We get, you, they fire people for that. Well, no, I, it's not. we're not rigging the contest. We're rigging the game that we would play for the contest. You're rigging the contest. Yeah. It's not. I mean, tomato, tomato, potato, All right. potato. All right. So, okay. So we spun the wheel. Let me let me spin it again. I bet it doesn't yeah. land on the toilet tunes. So you're in the bathroom because you assume it's going to land on toilet tunes as your game, right? Because I think you would enjoy that. What if it lands on name my hoo ha or butt bucks? <laughs> well, that's those are always good ones. All right, all right. Oh my God! It's landing on. Toilet tunes. Oh! All right, it's Greg T's toilet tunes for the game of the day. Why do you even want to do this game? You actually submerge your head into a toilet. Well, it's not that I want to do it. It's that I have no choice to do it. What? Okay, let's just move on because this is all just sorts of stupid. You had a choice. You actually knew you were going to do it because you're down in the bathroom. Right, if you already set it up. Yep, it's not really like that. I mean, if I don't do it, then what will I do today? All right, let's go talk to your contestant. Hello, uh, Alyssa, good morning. Welcome to Toilet Tunes, the game of the day with Greg T, live from the bathroom. (laughs) 
Good morning. Good morning. So I'm do you know? A little how, nervous. Well, yeah, you're, you you shouldn't be nervous. You don't have to put your head under the <laughs> toilet water. Thank goodness. Yeah, I know. So what's your day all about today? Oh, hold on. Hey, what the hell? What are you doing? <laughs> I just want to make sure I got a clean bowl. All right, uh, Alyssa, what, what what are you doing today, Alyssa? I am getting ready for work. I'm a school teacher. Oh my gosh, we salute you! Yay! Yeah. We love Thank school you. teachers. Now, who do you teach, and what are they learning? Um, I teach eighth grade. Oh, they're not learning. We're learning. <laughs> yeah, they're ready to get out. <laughs> no, what do you teach? They're ready for high school. Yeah. yeah what do you teach in eighth grade? Uh, I'm special education. Well, good. Look, you're doing great things. We love our teachers, as you know. But let's get uh, into the toilet tunes uh, stall. Now, Greg T is going to put his head under the water of the toilet, and <laughs> he's going to sing a song that we play on our show. If you guess what song it is, you win. Okay. Okay. All right, Gregory. <clears throat> yes, sir. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. I have to put the phone down for a second so I can stick my head in the toilet. Okay. Oh <laughs> said, said all of our best friends. <laughs> okay. Tell you what, I'll put you on speakerphone so I can hear it still. Okay. okay. It, it could get a weird Okay, loop. there you are, on speakerphone. All right, we're on speakerphone. All right. Okay, so, so here we go. Listen I'm closely. Kneeling, uh-oh. What? What? Uh, Jim Carr just walked in. Hi, Jim oh, Carr. Hi, Jim Carr. You can come in. It's all right, Jim. Jim, I'm sorry. All right. He's just, he doesn't want any part he's of this. I'll be done in a second. All right, Greg, let's just go do this. Let's get your toilet tunes on. Here we go. Okay. Here we he's go. going <laughs> under the water, clearing out his throat, just in case okay. there's something clogging up his pipes. <laughs> One, two, three. <gasps> Oh, uh, I don't even know what that is. Does anyone know what that is? No, I have no idea. Do you know what that song is, Alyssa? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think so. Okay, well, let's let's give him some more. Uh, that's not right, enough. One Gregory. more time. Head back in the okay. toilet. Oh, boy. Here we go. Is this boy. what we do for a living? Yes, all right, all right, all right. Do you know what it is, Alyssa? Is it Rockstar by Post Malone? Is that it? Yeah. I That's it! Yeah. Oh, my God! Yeah. Post, Ma- Post Malone would be so, so honored. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what Post Malone Thanks, Alyssa. Thank you guys so much. And have a good day at school. Thank you. Hold on one second. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, no, I don't know. One of the uh, salespeople just finished up and walked out. All right. Oh. Thank you for toilet tunes, Gregory. Okay, man. You and I have to have a meeting. <laughs> what do I do now? Well, you yelled at him. Because you're being like a little little jerk. I was under stress. I apologize. <laughs> you, you're putting your head in a toilet and making money. I mean, that's your. You're under stress. You're under water. It was my fault. I apologize. No, that's not. No, no, no. You're not going to get off that easy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, when you know all the right you're things. wrong, you have to set. You have to admit that you're wrong. Right, now, I, was I think wrong. I think we have a whole list of things for you to do today. So you you got to get back in here. I really can't today. I got to not be on the show today. Why? I have a lot of work to do behind the scenes, for real. Are you overworked? Your face looks looks flush. <laughs> I, I, I need more snacks. Goodbye. Hi-ho. The official Twitter account of The Morning Show, at Elvis Duran Show. And the official Twitter account of Elvis, at Elvis Duran. Follow us now. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. No offense. You know I love you all. Yeah, but... 
You get near my green bag of Tate's Bake Shop cookies, you're going to lose a finger. Give me some of those. I'm going to bite your finger well, off. Then I wouldn't leave them anywhere that Scary can find them because he steals all the stuff under my desk. Tate's Bake Shop cookies. I know, I know, I know. You should share with your friends. I love you all, but I love them, and I'm addicted to them. And it all started with Kathleen King's original recipe out in Southampton. The uh, crispy, buttery, thin chocolate chip cookie. Mm. Then it moves on to the other. That was the gateway cookie. Yeah. <laughs> it moves on to the other recipes. Now she's got brownies. Now she has crumb cakes. She has everything. You can actually send someone you love a gift basket from Tate's Bake Shop. These baskets are incredible. Go to tatesbakeshop.com. Check it out. Send it today. Use the promo code Elvis for 20% off. Or if you're just like me, go to the store. You see these signature green bags everywhere in every store that matters anyway. Keep them for yourself. Give them as a gift. Look for that signature Tate's Bake Shop green bag at your local favorite market. Tate's Bake Shop, uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. All right, Danielle, what's going on? So according to a new survey, 84% of people watch Netflix with their pets. The top three that they watch, Stranger Things... Fuller House and 13 Reasons Why. See? Pets like Netflix. Carrie Underwood is getting ready to release new music tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, that's when the song will drop. She will be performing on Sunday's ACMs. Uh, Underwood's trip to the ACMs is actually going to mark her first public appearance since she fell on the steps outside of her home back in November and she had all those injuries, including a broken wrist and damage to her face. She had 40 to 50 stitches, if you remember. And uh, it'll be nice to see Carrie Underwood back on stage. So, Mark. Market Watch says that Grand Theft Auto V is now the most profitable piece of media in history. There isn't even a movie that has made as much money. The game has sold more than 90 million units since it came out in 2013. It's generated around $6 billion. Now, Nintendo's Mario franchise has sold more than Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto V, but... No single game comes close to $6 billion. So crazy. So Cardi B's been very busy officially unveiling her pregnancy on SNL. We saw that co-hosting with Jimmy Fallon last night. She also did an interesting interview with GQ Magazine, and she claims that um, she got her famous booty from a basement apartment in Queens for $800 from a woman who injected her buttocks with filler. She said, they don't numb you or anything. It was like the craziest pain I've ever felt. She says, I thought I was going to faint, and it leaked for five days. Then Cardi goes on to say, I was actually going to go back for a touch-up, but the woman that did the surgery got arrested because somebody died on her table. Um, Yeah, my guess is if Cardi could go back, she wouldn't do it the same way. And fans were stunned at how young Chris and Liam Hemsworth's mom and dad look. They are hot. I don't know if you've seen pictures of them, but they are beautiful. But then again, if you look at Chris and you look at Liam, you can understand, right? The Voice is on tonight. America's Next Top Model. The Elton John special, I'm Still Standing. 14th season premiere of Deadliest Catch. Don't forget New Girl. Andre the Giant is on as well. A little 90-minute documentary on him. And a series premiere of In Contempt over on BET. So as you know, if you do a search for Elvis Duran on iHeartRadio, you come across all of our podcasts. We have the Brooklyn Boys, Walkers and Talkers for the uh, Fear of the Walking Dead and Walking Dead fans, uh, Celebrity Buzz and Fedge Ham playing through, you yep. know, the golf mm-hmm. podcast with Froggy, Independent Minded about independent uh, musicians with Ronnie, 20-somethings doing nothing with Ricky and Jake, and of course, Life Amplified with Dan Mason, who's getting your life back in order. Yeah. But of course, the most listened to podcast is the 15-minute morning show podcast. Right. So we want to give you a sample of what your what it is. I mean, it's a little different than what you hear on the morning show. Did you make sure there were no curses in this? 
Hope and pray there's no cursing. Oh, Here boy. we go. Two, three, four. What would you talk about on your uh, on your podcast? Five, seven, eight. Hello, ladies. Elvis Duran presents. 12, 13, 14, 15. The 15-minute morning show. Do we have something to talk about today? Because I have something to talk about. Then that's what we're talking about. Okay. Okay, well, first of all, welcome to the 15-Minute Morning Show podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, should I uh, We're that? here with Garrett. Yes. There's uh, Scary. Look, shoving something in his mouth. Scary. Yeah. Stop ah. eating. Uh, there's Brody. <laughs> and Scary. And there's uh, Great T. <laughs> yeah. And there's Danielle. Hi. Straight Nate. Mm-hmm. And we're joined uh, by our friend uh, Andy. 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 Andy's Andy here Candy. today. All right, so, okay, what do you want to talk about? Okay, I would like to address something. Um, T, don't be mad at me for bringing it up. I want to talk about our podcast for a minute, Fedge Ham. Yeah, how is your podcast, okay. Fedge Ham, doing? So we need, we, ha- we we have a little dilemma. Yesterday we recorded episode two of Fedge Ham. It's, we think it's a great episode. It was very funny. We even called Greg T's wife Trish. It was very funny, blah, blah, blah. Against my will. Yes, but it was funny. Um, there was a technical difficulty where Garrett's mic wasn't on. <laughs> so you have T and I and Garrett sounding like he's in a foreign land. But it's fun. We can't recreate the podcast, and we are trying. We're having a hard time finding time to sit down. We were going to do it today after this podcast, but T has to run because he has something that he has to do. And the rest of the week, we all have craziness. Okay, well, can going you on. hear him in the background? You can. I'm, I'm, I'm over here. So we don't know if do like we this. do we post it anyway? Yes. Okay. There's your know, answer. But, but you need to uh, put a little, let people know okay, that so. Garrett is on the podcast. <laughs> He's just. But you can't hear him. Right. Garrett is in. Tibet calling us. Exactly. <laughs> I, I posted it. It's on iHeartRadio, FedCham episode two. We know there's an issue, so no need to tell us the but issue, but see if you can listen post to... post that, that it we, says that there's yeah, an issue. Yeah, you gotta let people know okay. that there's yeah, an did. issue. Okay, so okay, so now, now I have my answer. Oh, then you're off the hook, T. We don't have to record episode three until next oh, week. Okay, let's talk about how jankety your podcast is. <laughs> it's not, but it's very funny, this. We really... I, we, and what's my new shoe? What's my shoe uh, thing? Uh, what? What's my what? shoe thing called? Danielle's Fedgen shoe. Fedgen shoe. So every week I show you my Fedgen shoe and right. talk right. about my show. So, Andy, just to bring you up to speed, <laughs> yeah. uh, they have a podcast called Fedge Ham. They wanted to come up with right. a title that has that has no meaning whatsoever. Uh-huh. And we did a good job of that. Fedge Ham. Yeah. Although, F-E-J- don't go to Urban Dictionary H-A-M. and Mission look up accomplished. Fedge. The word <laughs> Fedge on Urban Dictionary has a very sexual meaning. <laughs> and at this point, we're not going to change it. So just don't go to Urban Dictionary. Okay, That's so what I say. Okay, so it's Fedge Ham. Yeah. And so in episode two, that- you'll hear Garrett, but in the background. All and right. there's a very weird thing that happens during episode two, which I think it, it's very odd. So you know how Greg T. loves Bon Jovi. He loves Bon Jovi. Yes. So for some reason, Greg T. and Garrett, and at the time they were dating Trish and, and Garrett's wife, Allie, were on stage with Bon Jovi. Now, if you're on stage with your idol, you remember that. Greg T. has no recollection. You have no recollection he at all? He doesn't remember it at all. I swear to you, and this is true, and I'm not making fun of anything, okay? Recently- Were you drunk? Within the, pa- within the past couple of years- Were you stoned? You were stoned. No, I have started to feel like- I'm losing pieces of my memory. And I've done some research on early Alzheimer's. And I think that I definitely am qualifying for a candidate that might in the future have 
Alzheimer's. Wait, wait, and I'm forgetting. What, what, what sentence did you just give us? You're qualified so there is, for there is, what? He's it's, diagnosing it. It's him. not like uh, publishers clearing By the way, that. he told us this story yesterday. There is a case. There is. I did not. <laughs> That's really me. There is a case so that wrong. people are making that they're that they're showing signs of early development of Alzheimer's. Do you drink and, coffee out of aluminum pots? By the way, it's not it's not Alzheimer's. Yes, it's, it not, it's not a Heimer no. that's owned by Al. It's, it's Alzheimer's. Alz, Alzheimer's. Alz. Alzheimer's. Whatever. So I, anyway, so I'm developing Alzheimer's, and it's well, first of all, it's not funny. No, it's I don't funny. think it's my funny at all. My grandmother had it, and it was I, not my, funny. My mother yeah. had it This as well. is the first time I'm actually admitting it to you guys. Anybody else Did that's you listening? Have, I've never told Trish. I've never told my parents. So, so you're saying that you you think you're, you're experiencing some sort of dementia? It's been happening for yeah. a couple know, of years. But typically, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, Alzheimer's is usually a short-term memory. I mean, it, it's like recent memory loss. Uh-huh. Yeah, my, my, my mother, yeah. for instance had Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. she could recite Chaucer word for word. But if you asked her what she had for lunch today, she yeah. right. had no clue. My so, grandmother would tell us a story about how she met my grandfather and how right. they would go dancing in this ring he bought her and from years ago, but if she could not remember yeah. anything from the last couple of days. So I can remember these big moments of my life. Not that, Bon Jovi. But that was, a, that was years ago. But to me... I guess it wasn't, and I forgot, and it's not there at all. Like, I can't even see it. I don't even know I was there. Isn't there um, the possibility that we've all forgotten things in our lives? I mean, it just, it happens. Sometimes your brain just skips a beat. My best friend at home, Mike Van Leeuwen, keeps telling me about these things that we did. And I'm like, Mike, we didn't do that. And he's like, are you kidding me? He goes, how do you not remember that? How can you remember everything? Well, the problem was, I I don't know. I, I uh, I was telling Greg T about this story, and he was telling me that I was a liar. He he was like, yeah. you are. Why are you making up a lie? So no, I remember when you were on stage with Bon Jovi. I never did, and I have no brain. No. <laughs> what uh, what are you looking up there, Nate? I'm looking up some of the symptoms of Alzheimer's. Okay. It's very serious. And it is. Did you have a lot of head trauma? Did you hit your head a lot when you I were? I did. So okay. So and he did that on this show. Well, on three different occasions, when I was playing ice hockey as a young child, I was rammed into the board's head first, right? Mm-hmm. And at that point is when the doctors actually think that's when my C4 C5 compression in my neck actually happened so i have a c4 c5 compression in my spine you know in the very top area of the neck yes so that's that one then i was in a massive head-on car collision uh when i was uh in middlesex community college i didn't even know you guys yet and i was thrown through the windshield i didn't have a seatbelt on i slammed my head into the windshield and they they were lucky i was lucky to survive the accident i didn't know I, i woke up on the ground staring up at a red light and it was blinking and i'm like oh my god did i do that and then the cop was like no she ran the red light and hit you head on and what's the third one and then the third time, uh, oh, the third time, we we decided to go swimming in our neighbor's house, me and my buddies, when they weren't home. They were on vacation, and they left their pool open. So we figured it was a hot day. Let's go swimming. So I jumped in, and it was the shallow end, and I smashed oh, my God. head. Oh, right. 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 you're right. lucky so, you didn't break your neck. Well, you're lucky to be sitting here Seriously. breathing today. So maybe, right. maybe that could be some explanation why you have spotty memory. Yeah, and this is not a joke. This is legit. No, no, I, no, no. No one's saying you're joking. Yeah, yes, yes, Brody. What about the time? We tested the limits of football equipment, and we put a helmet on him and, a, and shoulder pads, and we hit him in the head with a bat. Right, that <laughs> happened as well. Yes, <laughs> add that to the list. <laughs> he remembers that. I really think you should go if you think you're experiencing right. symptoms. Go see a doctor. Yeah. Okay, now I've talked so to a doctor, a doctor, and the doctor keeps telling me that the more that you kind of say, you know, I need to get tested for this, I need to get tested for that, is the more that they're going to find stuff. So he's like, unless you're willing to really go down that road. This is right. you should That's be so seriously. Let, let, be... Let's not open the hood. Let's right. not see what's under there. Let's just leave it. it alone. Leave it alone. If the stuff right. exists, right. why right. would you? Don't want to you know go to the it. doctor to find out stuff? 
Well, not you don't want. <laughs> He's to not going to tell you anything that's not already there. <laughs> well, He's not okay, okay well, guys, 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 guys. The thing is. I, I, look, I'm not I'm not a doctor, but right. if he went to the doctor today and right. the doctor said, well, yeah, because of head trauma, you have spotty memory. What's he going to do? Right. I mean, is there a right. pill he can take to but bring back his memory? I think he's, he's way no, far gone. but I think if you go and they, they do certain things to see if you are in early stages of, of, uh, of dementia, yeah. and then I think there's things they can do nowadays for preventative yeah. to help you not get too far like, gone. Well, you can if take... you can catch it early on, it, I think it's better. Oh, I know that I... Love to take ginkgo biloba, but yeah. I don't remember where I put it. Oh, <laughs> great tea, great tea. Say, say what Elvis just ginkgo said. Ginkgo biloba? I don't know what that I is. I can't pronounce it. Ginkgo biloba? What did yes. you say? I don't know what it's called. Elvis is correct. Ginkgo no, biloba. biloba. Anyway, so, yes. okay, so how many people do you know who are afraid to go to the doctor to find out the truth? The thing is, is sometimes you go to the doctor, you can actually prevent you can prevent disease from spreading, and you can actually mm-hmm. prolong your life. Yeah. You know Greg, that, right? Greg T. once said, I don't want to go to the dentist because I might find out I have cavities. Yeah. Right, because then they got to give you Novocaine. <laughs> no, you know, then, wait, wait, it's a waste of a day. What happened? What you happened? Walk Novocaine. What happened? I've had he, many he, root canals. He waited. He had a root canal. Right. He was in excruciating pain. It cost him lots Which of money. Which is more head trauma. Right. <laughs> what, what else? Well, no, I, I kind of know what you're talking about Thank right you. now. Because I was just saying about 30 minutes ago, I was talking about 23andMe. And I sent away 23andMe, my saliva, to get checked for, you know, your your ancestry. And I also did the health thing. Yes. So they'll tell you if you're susceptible to, you know, or predisposed for cancer, right. things like that. And everybody here, I sent my spit in at the same time as everybody else here. I have yet to get my results back. Uh-oh. Everybody else has gotten their results back. So he I think. He thinks they're avoiding getting in touch with you. I think they found some weird genetic flaw and there's probably five people sitting at a table right now at 23andMe's headquarters going, I don't know how we're going to talk to this guy. Yeah, we, we can't gotta, just email You him. call Nate. No, you call Nate. Yeah. You so tell him he has I this think disease. They, they found something, and they just, they're just they scared to tell me. That's interesting. Well, no, they don't know you. They don't care. If, no, if, they, if, no, no, if, if, they, if there was something thing. wrong, they would have contacted you. There's somebody with a conscience. That, I don't know. I just feel like I should have gotten my right, results. Let the guy live. He's so, fine. So I know what it's like. I, I kind of don't want to know Right. Now. I agree. As long as you don't know, you're not dying. I yeah. haven't been able to. I haven't been able to move my bowels the regular way. Oh, there we go. <laughs> for the past two and a half weeks. Okay, this is. So <laughs> what does this have to wait, do with anything? Wait, okay. no, no, no. Do you think your, your bowels forgot how <laughs> okay. to operate? Can you read that? Uh, you might want to have him read the text he sent to his doctor. Okay, I'll read this. El- so Elvis, Greg T. texts his doctor. Yeah. He doesn't call his doctor. He doesn't no, go I got see his doctor. Now I got this. So he sent this text to his doctor. Right. Hey, it's Greg T. Sorry to bother you. I got issues. Ready, colon. Haven't crapped properly. This Friday will be two weeks. I used to be regular. Morning, afternoon, night. Nice size logs. He goes on to tell his doctor via text, my gas smells like something is rotting. Something has happened. I have hemorrhoids maybe from the gym, maybe yes. from strenuous pushing, right. and my anus itches like crazy. Seriously. May I continue the text he sent to his doctor? What the hell is wrong with me? Okay, now start laughing. Am I dying? Is it colon cancer? When I do go, it's a mix of sometimes diarrhea, sometimes little bits, sometimes long skinny bits. Oh my gosh. I still really? have a, I still have a decent appetite, he goes on in the text. Not throwing up. I don't feel nauseous, but this is serious. I can't figure this out. Is it blueberries? I eat a, I eat a ton of blueberries. I love blueberries. Is it chocolate? I eat a good amount of that too. Is it, it strawberries? I love them as well. I can't figure it out. Can you you help? Is this too much? <laughs> okay, okay. Sent that 
went that to was your doctor. One, no, his that was a text. He said. His, okay, so did the doctor Here's ever reply? Yes, he replied. Can you call me? <laughs> <laughs> so I called him and I told him. I said, and then I said, I said, what is wrong with me? And he said, what did he say? He said, well, you know, it could be a mix of a lot of things, but you know, if we go up there and we start finding things, you're going to be on a road of recovery, and it'll be a long road. He said, at forty, a doctor told you that. He said you're supposed to go get your your um your your colon checked at 40 but then it got pushed back to 45 and then it got pushed back to 50 so he says so you're really not there yet to you really check no, your colon no you should go get yes, everything checked go get it yeah. checked so then he said I should take uh, Myelax so I've been taking Myelax <laughs> stool softener so that's been giving oh me is your stool softer <laughs> no, yeah, a little bit yes okay. and then also I'm taking the um what is it called <laughs> Dukalax no the other one was the other thing the, the, it's a Dukilax. fiber a fiber pill a fiber yes. one I'm taking that too and a lot of this so I'm like gassy I can't. I, I'm exploding. Have you, no, have you pooed? I have, well, not not fully though. I've been pooing still. Like diarrhea pool, poo, poo. Oh. <laughs> Why am I in this room? I remember Danielle right. yesterday, what happened? I, really I, hope I, this I episode is, Okay, wait, wait, hold on. What? I really hope this episode is not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> no, re- re- remember at the beginning of the podcast where Fedge was disgusting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so we have two minutes left. So, I, it, it seems like an eternity. Well, we, we also learned Greg T has uh, eye issues too yesterday. Because, What's wrong with your eyes? Because an uh, email went out asking for uh, an eye doctor <laughs> endorsement, and Greg T admits, I, I've been avoiding getting eyes checked for the fear of looking up ugly with glasses, but I do feel my eyes are going. So eyes he's going. been losing his eyesight now for a, a good four to Dude, five years. You are falling apart. I know I can't read. You but can't like, read. Like you're, this, you're, you're pooing. Yes, I can't see. When was the last I time you to went like to this. the doctor? Wait, wait. When did you go to the Look. doctor for a physical last? It's been a couple of years. Why you gotta go every year, you but dummy. But all they do is bang on my knee with no. a rubber mallet. No, you, you, you know what? You need, you need a different doctor. You really what kind do. of a doctor? I, I, a doctor. <laughs> not one that te- you text and they yeah, diagnose you. A doctor you. should not tell you, you know what? We shouldn't check you out because we may find something wrong. That doesn't sound like a very good doctor to me. <laughs> you got him on Groupon. No, it's a Groupon. horrible doctor. Yeah, you, is 1-800-DOCTOR. Is this a Groupon doctor? <laughs> my grandfather died of a heart condition. He died at 53. And I'm really nervous that maybe I'm going to have this heart condition. Well, go get it. But you know, no. I know, but shouldn't you check just to see? Well, I only get my heart only like skips a beat a couple of times. Only, <laughs> only when you take a dunk. No, only when I take C four. That's the workout medicine. So when I take that's explosives. Right. Don't take it. Remember C four? What do you eat? M eighty. He buys that stuff out of a trunk. Okay. Remember the time Greg T was buying vitamins out of the trunk of a car? All right, this is the dumbest podcast we've ever had. We should put it. Disclaimer about how disgusting it is. Have you put you eat those metrics bars and all those? Protein I stopped things? eating metrics. I do the C4. It's all chemicals. I do the C4 stuff, and the C4 stuff it just makes me go like this, and then my heart starts oh, to jump. Oh, thank God, it's over. It doesn't like you know. This has been the. Worst. I didn't want to do this. I was gonna leave. You guys brought me into this. <laughs> this has been the worst podcast ever. I gotta go to Home Depot. It's for real. I'm warning them. You're on your way. The 15 minute morning show. So here I am staring at a bag of Tate's Bake Shop thin, crispy, buttery chocolate chip cookies. And as soon as I'm done talking to you, I'm opening this bag and no one's going to stop me. Tate's Bake Shop cookies at your favorite market. Uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. There's something uh, I was reading in the business section of New York Post. They're talking about women topping men in revamped hookup site. The hookup site, of course, is Ashley Madison. Oh, goodness. AshleyMadison.com, by the way, if you don't know, 
Uh, and they may have an app right now. I'm I sure. love how uh, Froggy's like ears perked up when you say Ashley Madison. He looks up from his computer. Somebody call my name? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, he doesn't cheat on his wife. I'm not no, cheating on my wife. Ashley Madison not. was set up to hook up people who are married who want to have an extramarital affair. That mm-hmm. basically is it. Right. That's any way you slice it. That's what it is. They're saying for the first time in it, the site's history, there are more women signing up than men. Wow. I'll read from the post. The latest data received, number one crunchers verified, the number of wannabe adulterers climbing aboard an average of 15,000 per day. And they're saying that uh, it's more women than men. And they have an app, by the way. Dave Brody has it on his phone. Yeah, what? No, I do not. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> Brody. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Strictly for prep purposes. You picked that up. You, you pulled that up real fast. That's what she said. So, uh, however you feel about this topic, I know that that uh, that uh, I, you know, I I think it's I, I see how someone is out there uh, taking advantage of a world where there are a lot of people who like to cheat. Yeah. So they're making money off of it, whether you know you agree with that or not. Well, that that's that's up to you, up to me to decide. Yeah, of course. I just I, in my head, I don't see how the people who have started this website. Go to bed at night and feel good about themselves. That's all. Well, they they sleep in a very expensive bed. Yeah, exactly. Right. They do. Exactly. I'm not saying it's right at all. Right. I don't like it. But, you know, when you find a, something in life that needs a fix, mm-hmm. you come up with a fix and you can become a millionaire. You know? Uh, what's that, Brody? Oh, if you want, they can tell you, like, in your town, which towns have the most cheaters, which states have the most cheaters. The, that article talks about New York, which uh, neighborhood in New York is the biggest cheaters. So in New York City, if you're wondering, uh, the neighborhood with the highest number of men signing up for adultery, uh, the, the adultery site was Chelsea. Uh, the highest number of women signing up were uh, in Gramercy Park. On the flip side, wow. the neighborhoods with the most faithful, where the least member uh, number of residents registered was uh, Fields, Fieldston in the Bronx okay, for men and Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, for women. Oh, wow. So anyway... Uh, but scary is a, an interesting point yeah. about Ashley Madison. Yeah, and, and I hate it, by the way. I'm not for it at all. But I will tell you that a lot of people say, well, they're just creating this problem. They're creating the issue. They're not creating a problem. They're actually fulfilling this need for some people that is already there. The There's, need's already there. They would have been out of business. So what's going on? Maybe there's... Maybe okay, yeah, so but if people, wanna, people. if people want to screw up their relationships on their own, go right ahead and do it. Why should someone profit from it? Well, because it's a free country and it's capitalism, and it's, you know, it right. sucks. It sucks. I, I don't. Wanna, Nobody makes them go sign up. I mean, uh, they go sign that up. That I own. agree to. Well, but... you know, the same argument could be made could be made for the cigarette industry. True. We, oh, we, you know, we, they tell you right there uh-huh. on the pack, you're gonna die. That is true. We actually had a drug um, a drug seminar at my son's school last night, and they were saying the same thing. Like, you know, they're putting it out there. Obviously, people want it. You know, they're just there's, there's a need for it, which sucks. It but... speaks volumes about our relationships. It's like, what's going on? It is. It's sad. It does. And and they're making a profit off of it. It's very sad. But anyway, so the point, uh, we've kind of driven off the road here, is for the first time, women are signing up more than men. Wow, I'm shocked. Well, why are you shocked? I don't know. I, I, you know, I mean, I guess everybody, if you're going to cheat, doesn't matter what sex you are, they both, everybody, you know, but I don't know. Uh, I'd like I'd like to hear the reasoning. Well, straight Nate, why do you, why do you think more women than men are, uh, 
the numbers of, of women are rising faster on Ashley Madison from women you know, than men. I think there's uh, I think because of the data breach, people might be scared to sign up. Right. So you're saying that, women don't believe in data breach? No, I, I'm just saying I think maybe guys are more leery to do so. I, I don't know. I I think I hate to say this. I think women want to cheat sometimes just as maybe, much as men. Maybe women of are. They do. Maybe women think that their husbands are cheating, and so they sign up to catch them. Oh God! No, <laughs> come on. It'd be very difficult to do that. That's, no. Okay, that's one thought. Right, let's talk to Christine. Hi, Christine. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. What is your thought here? I actually am on the same wavelength as Danielle. You wonder if women are signing up in fear that they're going to find their husbands on there. And that's why all these women are now on the website, too. See? Well, okay. I'm not saying there's no way that could be it. But let's assume for a moment that more women than men are signing up because more women than men are ready to have an extramarital affair. If that's the case, why is that now and not a year ago or right. two years ago? I, th- I think that's what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. What What is different now than two years ago? Ashley Madison's been around for years. Yeah, it has been. And this is the first time, Christine, they're reporting that it's more women than men that are active on the site. So Maybe if you can't beat them, join them. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, all right. Is that what they're thinking? Now, I don't know. Now we're playing. Now, we're, now we're, we're rallying. Yeah, we're I don't going. know. Oh, Christine, if you think about it, about it, let me know, okay? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, and, you know, maybe now women have the confidence and to just get out there and and do it, too. Yeah, you know what? For many years, men, obviously, for whatever reason— were dissatisfied in their in their in their marriages, and so they went out and they they decided to cheat using this system. Now you're mm-hmm. saying that women are like, well, screw you. What about us? Yeah, I'm not happy in my marriage. I'm going to go out and find what right. I need, and you know, on the on the side. All right, hmm. maybe that's it. Maybe we should be thinking about that. Yeah. I guess the bottom line could be, Christine, anyone in a relationship, anyone in a marriage, really should stop down and go. Wait a minute. Am I doing all I can to keep this thing alive? Right. right. And if you're not happy, right. you know, you do owe it to the other person to let them know and then either try to fix it or move on. Why, why you know, whatever. There you go. That's right. just my opinion. No, no, your opinion no, you're right. It's your stupid. Is, no, it's not. No, actually, your opinion's right on. Because <laughs> why, are you, why are you saying that? Because, you know, so many, we get so many callers that will call and say, well, I'm cheating and it's, you know, it's not my fault. It's, he's the married one. How many people have called and said that before? Well, and we disagree with that. Yeah. If yeah. you cheat, it's your fault. Period. A relationship is work, whether it's a relationship you're in now or the relationship you're getting out of to start another one. A relationship is work, yeah. and you should put your efforts into the relationship that you're in if you're happy or a, re- a way to make it happy rather than going on and doing something like this. That's what always makes me laugh. You always think the grass is greener, and then you get to the other side. And there's no grass. The grass <laughs> exactly. is brown. It's all, it's all asphalt. It's gravel, and you're like, oh, never mind. I want to go back to the grass. So, so maybe, maybe just maybe, Here's a concept. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. What about this one? If your relationship isn't working, either fix it or get out of that's it. That's what I said, yeah. It is exactly. I know, but but th- that's my point. Yeah. Is you just said that, and I think I think you brilliantly said it. Fix it or get out. Ashley Madison was founded in 2002. So there it's been go. around that's a while. Been around. Years. or get off the pot. Yep. Uh, how much does it cost to sign up at that thing? How much money Brody, are they how making? much did it cost you? <laughs> Women are free, by the way. Women are free. I have no idea. By the way, today's my anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, Brody. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Women are free and guys at cost? This yes. is like ladies' night at yeah. Madison, Ashley yeah. Madison? Is it? I, I, yeah. yeah. Drinks are free. So so what we're hearing is, so the women who are signing up aren't necessarily married. 
they're will no. they want to be in a relationship with a guy who is married. I could be either way. I mean, sometimes I you know married women go on there, but I think part of it. I don't think men go on there to meet single women. They go on to meet married women. So the two of you keep it a secret, mm. and you both have something to lose. That's sort of the, the right. idea. So Maybe let's talk more. about the women who are going on who are single but only want to date married guys because they want zero commitment. No commitment, they, right? Yeah. Maybe they're going on because it's free. They don't have to pay. The guys have to pay, so that's why they're not going on. It's ladies' night. They can get it free somewhere else. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go talk to Amber. Hi, Amber. Hi, guys. So you have actually made fake profiles and went on to uh, and, and have gone online to try to find your boyfriend out there looking around. Yes, I have. <gasps> wow. How long have you been with this guy, by the by the way? Uh, two years. Have wow. you found anything? I have not, but I have found friends' boyfriends on there. Wow. Do, are, yeah, do you so feel, I, now how I, does it make you feel when you, we spend all that time and energy and you find nothing? Do you feel like, you know what, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, I feel like an idiot sometimes. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say you're an idiot. I'll tell you why. Because we all have these moments where we just, the trust issues are just boiling. I get it. You're not alone. Right. I get it. And it is, and some sometimes I'm not saying disappointing, but sometimes it's a letdown to not find what you're looking for. Right. Has, has your boyfriend done things right. that have made you think he would possibly be on these sites? Has he given you clues to that? Um, no, I just think men in general um, give out that vibe. Uh, men are always looking at other women, but that's just their nature. Yeah, well, as long mm-hmm. as they look and they don't touch, you know, we're okay. Well, right. I, I, wish... I look at women too. <laughs> I, I hope you know I hope that if this guy is worth it Amber that you guys can talk this out and you guys can find a way to, to make sure your levels of trust are going up Absolutely. rather than down best yeah. of luck to that uh, luck. to you and, and thanks for listening to us Elvis Duran in the morning show in today's connected world it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. When we want to make someone mad, we turn to Dave Brody, the guy in the corner. My friend Riley and I were both in our friend Rick's wedding a month ago. At the end of the night, after too many drinks, Riley stole the centerpiece that was in the main lobby. The centerpiece was beautiful flowers in this very expensive vase. The place where the reception was located, well, they called Riley the next morning about the vase, and he promised to return it. In the process of taking it back, he broke the expensive vase. The catering hall sent Riley a bill for $250, and now he's refusing to pay it. He doesn't believe the vase was worth that much. Our friend Riley has a quick fuse and would be perfect for a phone tap. He's pranked me, so we would like to prank him back. Please call him, say you're from the catering hall, and demand he pay for the broken vase. This is from Scott. All right, Scott will be listening in on the other line while Dave Brody calls Riley. All right. Mike Riley. We're calling Riley now with Scott on the other line. Let's listen in and have some fun with the phone tap. Hello, is this Mike Riley? Yeah, who's this? Mike, this is Dave Garner. I'm calling from the inn. It's live. Yeah. I'm one of the supervisors here. Mm-hmm. You got a letter from us, an invoice, about the vase you broke? Mm-hmm. What's the status? I broke it returning it for someone else. So when I find out the real price, then I'll get back to this. Maybe that whole arrangement was worth $250, but the vase alone is not worth $250. All right, so you do admit that you stole it. I said I have it, and I returned it. 
Have you been drinking? You sound like you're, you're a little... Am I calling it listen, a bad time? I'm in the union, and if you keep with me, I will come out there and kick your ass. Do you understand that? Yeah, listen. You don't call me up on my damn phone accusing me. You got it, you little... Well, what union are you in? I'm no, just no, you're afraid. No, no, you're if I've been drinking. I'll come out there right now. Me and you will step outside. How's that? You sound like a very reliable person. No, you don't call me up. Who the hell do you think you are? Look, I'm calling you because we put this through the collections agency. Say, I've been drinking? How about I just come out there right now? You want to deal with that? Or should I, have it, or should I bring my lawyer with me? Want me to do that too so that he can watch me kick your damn ass? Who the hell do you think you are? Calling me and, and accusing me. How about I just stop in there tomorrow? What time are you going to be there till? What time's good for you? I get done work at 3 o'clock. You give me time, I'll be out there. You meet me in the parking lot. How's that? Well, you're in a union, so you could probably take a two-hour lunch break and come see me. I don't need to take a two-hour lunch break to kick your ass. I only need five minutes. And you're pissing me the hell off. Guys in unions don't do much work anyway. Who the hell? No, who the do you think you are, man? You piece of shit. You call my phone again, I'm going to call the cops for you harassing me. You got it? You owe us $250. <laughs> How was that? Yeah, I mean, you couldn't have done it better. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. You're going to call him now on his cell phone. Just be like, hey, man, uh, I just got a phone call. Don't act like you know you spoke to him. Okay. This okay. guy Dave something called me. Perfect. Who's this? Riley. What's up? Yo, some jerk-off from the inn called and left me some message saying that I stole a vase and you... No, no, no. The guy just called me from the inn. What did he say? He said that he spoke to Rick, and Rick said I was probably so drunk I didn't know what I was talking about. The guy goes, oh, you probably been drinking right now. You were, you were in the union. You are probably drinking out. I just went off my side. Are you kidding me? No, the kids are here. I was like, I'll kick your ass. Jesus Christ. Hold on one second. This might be him. Let me conference it in. Hello? Hello. Yeah? Yeah, Scott. I just got off the phone with your drunk friend, and, uh... Yeah. Oh, he's on the phone? Yeah. Listen, dude, I just called you up to tell you that you owe us $450. That's all the reason I'm calling. They're getting about $450. I ain't paying you a damn thing. And like I said, tomorrow afternoon, I will be there, and I will meet you outside, and I will kick your ass. Excuse me? You heard what I just said. And you know what? I, I ain't paying you And that's going to prove you're innocent by beating my ass? I'm going to beat your ass just because you're pissing me off. I'm sitting here in front of my friend's kids swearing up a storm because you're a little piece of ass. Did I know you're a crook? Am I? Oh, <laughs> my crook? God. I'll tell you what, you little piece of Be outside. I'm not going to be outside. What do you look like, you piece of crap? Well, I don't know what you look like, so I guess I'll just keep my eyes open for an idiot. I'll be driving a red jet, and when I jump out, you better be ready to run. Hey, you know where I'll be tomorrow? I'll be on the radio with you. This is Dave Brody from Elvis Strand in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped. Yeah, Riley got phone tapped. <laughs> hey, Riley. Get the hell out of here. What's up, man? <laughs> What's going on, you drunk? I'm getting ready to go have a beer right now after that. Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, you love filing your taxes online. It's fast, it's efficient, you're like done and gone. Right. The problem with that is you have people out there ready to steal your stuff. Tax preparation firms, phony refunds, IRS deposits. If you go online to file your taxes, thieves are hacking online accounts at tax preparation firms using them to file phony refunds. These jerks are contacting us, posing as collection agencies, claiming the refund was an error, demanding payment. People are falling for it. Another reason you need LifeLock. Why is it that every time you turn around, there's another scam? There's another damn thief doing another stupid-ass scam. There's nothing you can do to stop it, but you can slow them down. LifeLock Identity Theft Protection adds the power of Norton Security. They've been keeping our computers and our, our phones safe for a long time. Mm-hmm. They're protecting us against threats to our identity. People are stealing our stuff left and right. 
And of course, if you, if you have a problem, LifeLock, they have agents who can work to fix it. Look, we know no one can stop every cyber threat and prevent all identity theft or monitor all of our transactions at all businesses. But with new LifeLock, with Norton Security, they're able to uncover threats much better than we could. Yeah. I don't have the brain power or the bandwidth to keep an eye on my stuff. <laughs> Go to LifeLock.com. I'll give you 10% off your first year if you use the promo code Elvis. That's lifelock.com. Use the promo code Elvis for 10% off. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So Ashley is on the line. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Hi. Now, you actually live where Barbie lived, the real Barbie. Yes. You live in the dream house? Yeah, you, Mal- you in Malibu? <laughs> She's actually from Dorset, Vermont. Really? I didn't know Barbara yes. from Vermont. That's interesting. And she still lives there. She does? Now, wow, how does she look? <laughs> very long legs. She's 56 years old or something like that, or even older. 58, She's I think. She's older, and she does not look like the doll any longer. Okay, so her name is it's like Millicent. Barbie, Barbara, what, what, what's her real name? Do we know? She goes by Barbara May. Barbara, okay. And does she have a waist? <laughs> she does not. Okay. Just oh, wow. So, Thanks. you know, we keep forgetting that this this iconic doll yeah. is actually a person. In her, her a real person. Now, it, was it her mom that developed the doll and named it after her daughter, Barbara? Is that correct? I believe that is the story behind Barbie. I'm not 100% sure. I've See, just seen her out and about. According to Wikipedia, it says American businesswoman Ruth Handler is credited with the cre- creation of the Barbie doll using a German doll called the Build Lily as her inspiration. Okay. That's according yeah. to Wikipedia. But do they say where the name came from? No, Barbie is a figurehead of a brand of Mattel dolls and accessories, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, we know no. it's her daughter. Yeah. I'm pretty much sure. that. But yeah. do you see her walking around town? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's so cool. By the way, Barbie has had many careers. She's been an aerobics instructor, a football coach, a gymnastics coach, a Spanish language teacher, an eye doctor, a nurse, a surgeon. (laughs) Then who pays for all of this schooling for Barbie? This is so cool. The whole point is, and I guess, Ashley, you would agree, Barbie represents everything you could be. If you're a little girl growing up, they wanted Barbie to be... Anything and everything that you could be or wanted to be. Yeah. I love that. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, when you see her, you tell Barbie we said, yo, what's up? <laughs> I will. All right. Thanks for listening to us, Ashley. Have a great day, okay? You as well. Thank you. I just can't imagine if you are truly the inspiration behind such an icon. Right. Like, how much pressure is it if you are the real Barbie? Oh, forget it. Forget Seriously, it. what if I was Duncan Hines? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lot- <laughs> you look more like... Uh, Betty Crocker. What if I was uh-huh. Betty Crocker? Remember Mrs. Fields? We what? met her. We had Mrs. Fields. We here did many the times. cookie lady. Yeah. And she was great. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I've always wanted to read the meet Duncan Hines. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Greg T. I just want to say I'm, I'm trying to brush off all the geniusness of radio that I bring to you today. See that I've given you a great topic about Barbie. Who would have ever thought? Oh, thank you. This is the early bird gets the worm. I get okay, it early. So do a little Google search. If Barbie were an actual woman. She'd be five foot nine. She'd have a thirty-nine inch bust, an eighteen inch waist, police, and thirty-three inch hips, and a size three shoe. She'd friggin' fall over. Exactly. She there's not not real, not real. She probably couldn't have a period. 
uh, she'd have to walk on all fours due to her proportions. Yeah. She'd, she'd have to she'd have to crawl around on all fours all the time because she'd fall off her little tiny feet. It's true. Nobody is built like that. That's ridiculous. It's true. That's ridiculous. You know what's, you know what's so- I'm sorry, Greg. What? You know what? Some of those Barbie dolls are worth today. Like some of those original Barbie dolls in the thousands. Oh, if they're in the packaging pe- and oh, they're bet. not damaged, Unbel- yeah. forget it. Unbelievable amount of money. Remember Skipper? That was my favorite. Now, she who was, was Skipper? She was the first character added to Barbie's family back in the day. She was like the younger 14-year-old sister of Barbie or something. I had no idea. I had tons of Skipper dolls. I had, see, I did have G.I. Joe. Did you? I had two G.I. Joes. Don't ask what I made them do. I don't want to know. But I used to have Barbie and G.I. Joe do things in the house. What they do? You know, stuff. Lay on top of each other? <laughs> yeah. Didn't you find a Barbie shoe in your underwear one time? No, no. They found it when they gave me a colonic. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Sorry. I get those mixed up. It, it, milk duds in your underwear, a Barbie shoe in the colonic. Yeah, I had milk yeah. duds and raisinettes in my underwear, and they gave me a colonic and a Barbie shoe came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, don't ask. No, but uh, I, I used to... The thing is, is G.I. Joe is so much larger than Barbie. Totally. Yeah, and yeah. I couldn't get Barbie's clothes on G.I. Joe because yeah. we wanted to have a drag show. <laughs> they didn't fit. They didn't fit. Yeah. No, no. G.I. Joe was much bigger. You needed like the Wonder Woman doll or something from back in the day. That was more of a G.I. Joe. I just wasn't I wasn't thinking clearly. <laughs> What's up, Stephanie? Hey, I was just calling in because I saw on Netflix a while ago a show called The Toys That Made Us. The Toys That Made Us. I love that show. Yeah, and there's a one episode all about the history of Barbie, and you're right. Her mom did name her, did make Barbie after her daughter, and then Ken, I think, is her son. Oh, oh really? really? Ken Carson? See, I yeah, didn't know that's that. That's interesting. And where'd the name Carson well, come from? Oh, that I don't remember. We I don't, don't think know. they mentioned that, but it's kind of incestuous. Hmm. Well, yeah, I just, that it, now it's getting creepy. <laughs> yeah, I don't We're going to go do our fact checking on that one. That's kind of scary. Yeah. All right, well, Stephanie, now we're creeped out. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, Danielle. Yeah. What's going on? So, five seconds of summer fans. Get ready. Their new album on the way in June. That's going to be a lot of fun. Black Panther will hit Blu ray and DVD on May 15th. Um, so, I know a lot of people want to own that. Okay. So, if you are a Game of Thrones fan, you know that this upcoming season is supposed to be sick and crazy. Well, it took 55 days to shoot a single battle scene for an upco- for the upcoming season. So they're saying that it was 55 consecutive nights, 11 weeks, three locations. They said it's going to be crazy and something you have never, ever seen before. So get ready for that. Batgirl is back on. So the Batgirl movie got put on the back burner. And now I'm hearing that it has been taken off the back burner and that we may be seeing a new script for it and we may be getting a new uh, Batgirl movie. So that's uh, pretty cool. Did you see the tweet that Disney sent out? It was very strange. It was a picture of Pinocchio with this little video and it basically was saying how Pinocchio is dead inside. (laughs) People didn't like it. They had to take that down. Yeah, that didn't go over very well. Uh, What do we have for you tonight on television? It is The Voice, the 24th season finale of America's Next Top Model. You've got Elton John. I'm still standing. The uh, special over on CBS. Uh, New Girl is on. Andre the Giant. There's a 90-minute documentary. I'm sure Coaster Boy Josh will be watching that tonight. Uh, And The Flash, Lethal Weapon, Roseanne, Black Lightning, Chicago Med, Rise is on tonight. So there's a lot of fun stuff on television as well. Uh, And next hour, we are going to talk about Cardi B. She is very, very busy these days. Uh, We received a text Mm -hmm. from uh, one of our favorite listeners, Siobhan. Good morning, Siobhan. Good morning. How are you? We're doing very well. We saw your text and had to get you on the phone because this is so interesting to me. 
Yes, it's actually crazy. <laughs> Tell everyone what happened to not you, but your sister. Yes. Yeah, so yesterday I received a text and my sister said, have you ever seen that show? I didn't know I was pregnant. And I'm like, uh, yes, I have. And sure enough, she was having a baby. So Wait, she called you while a baby was falling out of her. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, not quite. Almost, though. <laughs> she, she had no idea. No idea. Well, wait, no how, idea how pregnant all. is she? How, how far along is she? Uh, nine months. Oh my! <laughs> okay, okay. Wow. wait, 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 wait. So she hasn't. She did. What about the weight gain and like the movement inside? Like nothing. Yeah. Um. So she did gain a little bit of weight. Nothing like too crazy though. Like we just kind of attributed it to you know normal weight gain. And right. she's very tiny. She's only four eleven. So gaining weight. Like if she gains a little bit of weight, it looks like a lot more prevalent than if you know it was anyone else right so there was that but she didn't have morning sickness she didn't have really anything any of the symptoms well how so. did she find out she was pregnant wow so she went to the doctor um just because she thought that she had a uti and then they're like oh and you know the pregnancy's positive and she was like what <laughs> and then uh they're like yeah you didn't know so then they told her that she should go to the hospital and sure enough, she was uh, 38 weeks along. And the baby wasn't kicking or anything? Um, they. She doesn't really know. Like, she, it, she, I mean, the baby's healthy now, so maybe it did move, and she kind of didn't, like, really put two and two together. Ooh, that you know? Wow. <laughs> Siobhan, that's crazy. Wow. I, I have seen that show. Yeah. Yeah. And typically, I mean, and many times, a woman can be pregnant, but maybe because she's larger in size, she doesn't know or whatever, and yeah. I get that. But to be a tiny framed person like your sister. Right. And All right, well, right. so so how does it change your life when you, you find out, I mean, days before you're about to have a baby? I mean, it's not, you don't have nine months to prepare. You're, you're yeah, any no. minute now, she's going to have a baby, right? Wow. Yeah, we don't have anything. So, well, she she gave birth yesterday. Oh, okay. So now we're just kind of like putting things together. Uh, we all, we live together with our parents. Uh, I'm in law school right now. And uh, so she, we're just going to do the best that we can, you know, and like, you know, his family's very supportive and, you know, where everyone's very involved and, and happy, but he's shocked still. So it'll definitely change our lives, but nothing we can do about it now. And it sounds like it's a, it's a positive. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's like, we're accepting it. We have a new member of the uh, family added to the family and it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely good. At first it was definitely a shock and it was just kind of like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Showtime. But, but now that we have time to like settle It'll, you know, have some time to settle in and, like, figure everything out. Wow. Um, you know, I just can't imagine that. that like, wow. you have another another person in the house, like, without any warning. Surprise. That's so crazy. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, uh, so, producer, so jealous. producer Sam, you, this happened to someone you know? Yeah, this happened to my sister's co-worker. They have a couple weeks now. They're nesting for a baby, except they just found out, and she's due soon. So Like, how crazy. soon? It's, they're in the last, they're under a month. Wow, was I know. It, at least she has a month. Yeah. Siobhan's sister had like three hours. Oh my God, it's wild. <laughs> Wait, what? Siobhan, did the fo- was the father shocked? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was like crying. He was, you know, he was happy and everything. Not cries of sorrow, but he, he was happy. And um, yeah, it's just, it definitely was kind of a shock, but like we didn't really have time to process everything. No, that, it was like, that's wow. wild. I've got good news and better news. The good news, you're having a baby. The bad news, 
His arm is already coming out. <laughs> That's an arm. Well, Siobhan, thank you. Tell your sister, tell the father, tell everyone, congratulations. I'm, I'm so happy that you have a new baby in the family and everyone's on board and it's all cool. That's great. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. I, I listen to you guys all the time and I'm glad that I, this is something that I got to talk to you about. Oh, I know. I know. Aww. Interesting story. I love it. Thank you, Siobhan. Have a great day, okay? Oh. Yeah, you too. Oh, wait, well, hold on. Scary has All a question. Right. Wait, wait, hold on. Do hold you on. think oh. that there's any possibility that maybe she knew but was keeping it to herself? Does she have reasons to? Oh, the to conspiracy. Have to do that? Scary oh, thinks there's a conspiracy oh, here. <laughs> Siobhan, how do you I want to answer that was, one? I think there was things that maybe she could have. She could have thought about it. Like looking back now, it's like, oh, maybe that was like kind of a sign. But maybe like. Even that she was five or six months along, not nine months. Wow. That's just crazy. You know, and there's no scary. time for a baby shower. Yeah, there's no time for any, I, Baby yeah. showers are so awful anyway. Oh, not for the mom. <laughs> they're boring. They're boring. You play those dumb games. Yeah, no. Anyway, thank you, Siobhan. Have a, have a great day. Yeah, you too. All yeah, right, I mean, surprise, baby, here. Do you stop drinking when you're considering having a baby? Like, yeah, that's you're scary. Supposed, you're supposed to. No, yeah. just, and prenatal vitamins and all that stuff. Like, you, you know... Scary. I don't know. I thought may, may, maybe maybe she just was afraid to see how it was going to be received by the family. Scary. So Would you stop it? Scary. No. I'm just saying. Scary, I don't scary think thinks so. that there's a conspiracy everywhere. <laughs> she's no. 11. I, I'm shocked that she's that small and that there's no noticeable change. I don't know. Well, I know it can happen. I, it can happen. And it we've, did happen. We've, we've seen the show. Look, we have 10 million listeners out there. And there's a possibility of almost anything happening to anyone yeah. of our listeners, and it, it happened. What, what's up, Straight Nate? Uh, I, I guess there could be a twist like a show for the guy. I didn't know I got the girl pregnant, right? Oh, that doesn't sound like a good show. I don't right? know if I want to be on that. I definitely do not want to be on that show, but I'm trying to think. Are you a candidate for that show? No, 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 no. I, but I'm thinking... As a guy, I can't think of anything like this where all of a sudden my body's changed and I don't even know it and then something's coming out of my body that is alive. I, I can't think of I the equivalent. What did you eat? Well, like, well, you had that hemorrhoid. Yeah, that's well, right. That was alive. That was on the outside of my body. I don't want to get <laughs> into that. This is gross. Yes, Greg T. You know, I, I will say, you know, a lot happens in nine months in a relationship. So let's just say, like, you know, it's month number one and everything's great and you're in love and everything's wonderful and you got intimate and everything. But all of a sudden, like, towards, like, nine months, you're kind of like, you know, I'm thinking about breaking up. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, wait, hold on. I have Halt, a baby. stay there. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that, like, don't now, go well, anywhere. Now okay. all of a sudden, I'm locked in. I'm I like, know, what am I going to do? In this situation, it sounds like everyone's on board and everyone's cool and everyone's supportive. So mm. I, I'm glad it's working out for sure, you. Sure, sure, sure. There you go. So I'm wondering, as you listen to this show right now, that weird feeling you had this morning? Maybe it's a child. <laughs> Maybe you're a mommy. Maybe you should go get checked. You should go get checked. Miss part of today's show? Stuff gets awkward real quick. Open the iHeartRadio app and hear everything you missed with Elvis Duran on demand. It grows like six inches in three hours. Full versions of every show posted every day. Just search Elvis Duran on demand only on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. For millions of morning radio fans, his voice is instantly recognizable. That's the power of Satan. It's very funny. It makes me feel better just to turn on and listen. <laughs> I love it when you just friggin' lose it. Hey! Everything's so random, funny. Oh, great, 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 stand up. 
Stay, are you stuck to the grill? <laughs> On the way to work, it makes my day better. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Uh, who's this? Aaron. Okay, hi. Hi, Aaron. Hey, hello, ladies. Hey. hey. What's going on, Aaron? Hey. So, my uncle, he's like old school and he's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. He lent money to a cousin about 30 years ago. And I think it was like for bail, but he never got it back. So, every year, the day he uh, lets my cousin money, he sends him a certified letter asking for it back. Oh, really? <laughs> Just a little reminder. Just every year for 30 years, wow. he's been asking. For 30 years. This is like a family story we have. It's funny. I love wow. it. Every well, do, year. Do you know how much it was? Uh, my mom always said it was like five grand-ish. Right. About-ish, but we're all kind of crazy. I mean, he's crazy for sure, but. Well, we're all, we're all a little crazy. Been yeah. on, in our fun festival. That's way. a lot of money. Yeah, Damn. It, it is. And the, the interest over after 30 oh, years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you charge your family interest? How does it work? <laughs> I have no idea. We actually haven't even seen this cousin in, like, forever. But it's funny. <laughs> every year he always talks about it, like, a family get-together. I love that, like, though. Yeah, this is you so know, far I've been born. Here's the thing. If, if he ever paid the loan back... It would kind of it would ruin the the family story. Yeah. It'd be kind of boring it now. Would, it would boring. It would ruin the story. It uh, would honestly. All right, Aaron. Thanks for calling. Thirty years. Thank still, still you. lose the money. Have a great day. Okay. You too. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of bailing people out of jail, when's the last time you bailed someone out of jail? I, I never have. Yeah, hey, I don't think I've ever done <gasps> that. Oh, but I did go with somebody who did bail somebody, but oh, I really? didn't do the bailing. Was yeah. it like a murder? No, it was drunk driving. Drunk driving, yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you ever had somebody call you from jail to bail them out of us? No. No. I never Cause have. Because you're, you're like my person that I would call. I wouldn't trust me with Which that. Which I and know is lives- bad because you don't answer your phone ever. And he kind of lives far from you, so you probably should call somebody that lives closer. You need closer. someone local. <laughs> someone local? Yeah, I'm going to call my wife. Do you know what that phone conversation is going to go like? Just keep them. I mean, guys, <laughs> don't, don't you have like the emergency go-to person in case you get arrested? I do. Yeah. I have. Well, I got to remind him. It's been years since I told him. You wait. You wouldn't call Alex? No, God no. Why? No, you don't call your significant other. No. You don't want them to know. I, I guess. no. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna immediately call an attorney. Yeah. Who's a friend of mine, so they can get the wheels turning fastest. That's good. Because I, it's you want to get out of there. Yeah. You want out. You don't want to be stuck there all night waiting for someone to call someone to call someone. I'd call my dad. Would you? Yeah, because I know my dad. He wouldn't even care what I did. He would just try, come and get me. Oh, <laughs> uh, little ask, sweetie. He would. Little sweetie. <laughs> Drunk driving? No problem. <laughs> my daddy loves me. You're my little kitten. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you laughing at straight now? No, I've, I've actually bailed somebody out of jail. It's you, not fun. You feel like a criminal going to jail to bail somebody oh, yeah. out. They make you feel well, bad. What did sure. they do? Why were they in? That was a hit and run. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it, That's awful. in the grand scheme of things, nobody got injured. There was property damage, but he left the scene of a crime, which is Oh, okay, you ran into a car and he kept driving. Yeah, they kept driving. He got pulled over and blah, 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 blah. But, gotcha. Um, yeah, the, the, the experience you go through to bail somebody out and then talking to a bail bondsman, you talk about, like, used car salesmen. They are the used car salesmen of used car salesmen. Well, that's not being very nice. We may have some listening to us right I think now. They're, I think what they do is a very valuable service, but there's so much wheeling and dealing going on when you talk to a bail oh, bondsman. Man. Like, you don't realize that you can actually make a deal with a bail bondsman. Oh, you can? You yeah. can? Oh. Yeah. Because what they do is they put up the entire bail amount. Right. But you're responsible for paying them a certain percentage. Right. And you can negotiate on that percentage, which oh. I was successful 
at? Like, like how much was bail for your friend? A hundred thousand dollars. <gasps> wow. So what they Damn. do is they take ten percent. You you pay them ten percent of whatever that bail is, right? That you don't see ever again. But they'll put up the hundred grand. Um. So then I had to pay ten thousand dollars to get my friend out of jail. And so if your friend uh, flees the country, yes, then I lose the money. And then I'm responsible for the hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars. Yeah. God, this is so complicated. Wow. It, it's. it's I didn't, I didn't wait, know that a life would, of crime was so difficult. How would they make? Oh, because they get the money back yeah. once yeah. it goes to. Oh, exactly. Okay, okay, gotcha. I never knew. Wait, hold on, Brody. Weren't you in jail once? <laughs> you got bailed out of jail. Remember yeah. that? Yes, I did. Tell them where. Uh, I rented a car on Maui or in, in, on, in Hawaii. He went to Hawaiian jail, <laughs> and uh, a guy cut me off, and I hit a state bridge. So when I the rental car agency reported me, it's a crime to hit state property. They took me to jail, and uh, I was in I was in a tank with a homeless guy, like you know, like winos and stuff. Uh, and I got I got my friend had to bail me out with travelers checks. He had enough money to bail. How me How much out. did it cost to get you? It was a hundred dollars, but we never got that money back because we came home. So I jumped bail on Maui's. Oh my! So you're wanted in Hawaii? Yeah. Here's the best part. I took mug shots. It's not a criminal record. It's a traffic violation. Right. And uh, after I took them, they called me back out of my cell and made me take them again. They said the first copy didn't come out right. This is before digital cameras. It turns out he got a copy of them as a joke. They gave him a copy. So he, my friend has a copy oh, of my mugshot. Oh, I'd like to see you, that. Could you send that to us, please? Thankfully, oh he my lost God. them. I didn't know we had so many jailbirds here on the show. Jeez. Scotty B went yeah. to jail. No, I didn't. But one time I bailed a guy out of jail that was duct taped to a telephone pole right off the side of the highway. Oh, that was Greg T. Greg T. Yeah. yeah, where's Greg T? How come we're, we're talking about jail and Greg T's yeah. nowhere to be found? But that oh was only gosh. $250. But Greg, how many times has Greg T gone to jail on behalf of our show? Three, I believe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> T. Yeah, let's go for number four. What can we do? <laughs> Let's get him in to the pokey. Hello, Michelle. Hi, good morning. Good morning. So you bailed your ex-boyfriend out of jail? Yeah, for $20,000. Oh, oh, my God. Wow. Oh my. Now, what was he in for? Um, I It was it was bad. Okay, okay. We'll leave it at that. See, I, did, I don't know... There's a, a limit for me, like, of what you could have done for me to get you out. <laughs> like, if oh, really? you murdered somebody, I'm not coming to get you. You're on no, your own. No, it wasn't for murder. <laughs> oh, it wasn't murder. It wasn't for murder. It was for drugs. It was oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I don't talk to him anymore. Okay, let, but, let's, okay um, hold on. Well, hold on. So, Daniel, yeah. let's say I get arrested. Yeah. I get pinched. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because, I'm, I'm, because I'm, I'm selling marijuana. I, then I'd come get you. Okay. Yeah. But if, if it was like op- opioids, you'd leave me yeah, in. Yeah, I'd probably leave you there. All right, so you have, so you have, <laughs> I have so a limit. marijuana <laughs> is less less of a crime to you than yes. like pills and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now, what if you shoplift? I'm gonna I'm gonna get you out. Oh, thank you. That's good. That's not too bad. If I kill someone, I'm guessing you're leaving me there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Michelle, I mean, so you bailed him. You bailed. You got it. What would you do? Just let him sit there all night, Michelle? I mean, did you consider just letting him stay? No, I let him sit there for like five days. Okay. Oh my God. Well, that's a lot of money to come up with. Well, I know it is a lot of yeah, money. Well, when I was giving the money to the lady, and she was putting it in the machine. She goes, "Are you sure you want to do this?" <laughs> I'm like, "Um, I think so." Oh, well, I seemed really nervous, but I got it back. Okay, so you good. Kind of like good. I put my money in a bank, and it just sat there because you don't really gain interest anyway. Right. Um, yeah, I might as well yeah. just bail people out of jail. All right, Michelle. Well, thank you for sharing. I'm, and we must remind everyone: this is her ex-boyfriend. Yes. No longer There's with us. There's a reason guy. why. Yeah, yeah, I'm married now. Moved on. Don't talk to him anymore. All right, Michelle. Thanks for listening to us.
Have a good okay. day, okay? Bye. All right. Bye. I did date someone whose father was in prison and he had the bracelet around his ankle. So he he was a home arrest at that point. Right. They let him out. And I, there was and I, I asked a lot of questions and then found out it was a really big case that was on front page news. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so okay. And then my mother was like, Do you see what's going on in the family that you're dating? Oh, it was issues. Yeah. Issues. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet your mom was so proud of you. She was not happy. Hey, speaking of the jailbird, there's Greg T. Yes, yes, no, great yes. to you. You've been in, you on behalf of our show. You've been locked up in the in a, in a jail, or you yeah. just sat in the, like the waiting room. No, four times. Yeah, oh, I've four been, times. Wow. Been locked up. That's correct. Yes, <laughs> but never overnight. Like I never did like an overnight stay at any of these uh, nice facilities. What's the longest we had you in? It was just a couple of hours, really. I think because what happens is like. You know, I usually get out in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that the magic hour for you? The way and time I, for happy hour. Yeah, the way I remember it was I would go out and do something on four different occasions. Well, let's talk about that. Okay, what? So what? when I got arrested in Staten Island, that was the worst one because they were really tough on me, you know? What did you do? Well, that was the one where the McDonald's had the sign. It said, no no shoes, no show, no no, no shoes, shoes, no, no shirt, shirt, no, no service. service. Right. And then we wanted to test it. Can I get served with no pants? Right. So I walked in there with just tidy whities on. Right. And like we had a hidden microphone. And then um, I ordered my food. But what happened was somebody ran out and hailed a police officer. Uh, somebody from the 120 precinct came in. But the thing was that they didn't realize the girl behind the counter had already recognized me as Greg T. And they were laughing about it. So there was no harm. So what was what, were the, what was the charge? Yeah. So then, well, they always get you for disorderly conduct. Because there's really. There's he really, knows. No, he knows. Yeah, because there's really no law. Quote, they always get you for disorderly conduct. That's how they always got you. Well, That's the norm. All right, so, okay, there's so, no law that says you really can't go to McDonald's with your underwear on. There's okay. no law. No, I don't know that law. But you're not supposed to, you know? So they just get you for disorderly conduct. But when the officer grabbed me. That's just understood law. Okay, go so, ahead. The officer so, grabbed you. So he chicken winged my, my left arm to like the back of my head. Right. And then he slammed me on the on the, on the the hood of the car, you know? Right. And I, my right like, arm. Like Tommy Lee Jones does in all of his movies. Yeah. Yeah, and then my right arm was wailing in the air as my head and everything was pounding on the on the car. Right. And then Scotty B wouldn't get out of the car. He was filming the whole thing. Oh, we, we have it on video? Well, no, it got stolen. Scotty got robbed a couple of years later. What? Yeah, it's a long story. It's, it's very complicated. Okay, so the second, okay, we got to hurry here. The second time you were uh, pinched and sent yeah. to the clink. So then they take your shoelaces, they take your wallet, no, no, no. they take okay, all no, your the stuff. The next time you were arrested was where? Oh, yeah. Uh, then it was a Carteret in Carteret, New Jersey. Why were you arrested there? That was the one where Scotty B duct taped me to the telephone pole seven feet in the air. Okay. We the, caused traffic for miles. Yeah, Remember was, that one? It was one? a big, big yeah, problem. And so was that disorderly conduct? Another, yes, because again, there's no law saying you can't climb on telephone poles, but you're not supposed to. You know? Okay. okay, the third time- or tape yourself to the them. The third time right. you were arrested was where? That was in Lake, Lake Success, Long Island. Right. That's where you guys had me running down the LIE, the Long Island Expressway, mm-hmm. in my Captain America underwear right. with a six-foot uh, Z100 flag. That's right. Right, you guys were playing Bruce Springsteen board in the USA. Yes, we were. That's, I'm running down the highway right. yelling, listen to Elvis Duran the morning show. And it worked. We had right. a huge rating success. Oh that one, they got me on both ends. The police came from, on Nassau County Police, they came on foot and on car, and then they couldn't get the, the phone off my face because we had a duct tape to my head. Yes. You know, because how could, we didn't have like wireless. No, we had, we had the phone duct tape to his right. head. The, the sirens, and they took me into 
uh, Lake Success, Long Island, and that was a nice uh, holding cell. They had, like a, <laughs> they had like a padded chair and stuff. Oh, good. Finger like, food. But they did they did um, handcuff me to the wall, so like the blood was like running through my arm, like I was like dying, and my arm all was right, like right. numb. Okay, you know? the fourth time you were arrested was that was at <clears throat> Martha Stewart's house. <laughs> right now, the funny thing about being arrested at Martha Stewart's house in Westport, Connecticut, was like they didn't really want to like cause a big stir, so they kind of read me and Scotty B our rights right there at her house, and then they wrote us the disorderly conduct, no trespassing. Oh, so you didn't go to jail then? That one, they didn't take us to jail. So you've only been to jail three times for us? In the actual jail cell three times. <laughs> now what? And in three this, states, too. This, this, yeah, three of states, yeah. Are, is this all on his record? No. Or after a certain amount of time? I don't know. What happened? So the way that the, the attorneys explained <laughs> it to me and everything was that <laughs> disorderly conduct doesn't really stay on your record, per se. So like what happens per is- Per se. <laughs> If you get pulled over... And like in these towns, your name will come up, but it's not like for like robbery or anything. So like you're good. Okay, so you're you're good. But the guy in Staten Island told me. He said, you're lucky you got arrested now. He goes, because the whole entire cell was filled with like drunken idiots and robberies or whatever, and they just got carted off to, to court now. So I walked into a clean cell with a clean toilet, and that was the end of it. Oh, good. It was like me. It was your lucky day on Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how do you spell per se? Per se? Yes. Per se would be, I don't know, P-E-R. Mm-hmm. S-A-Y. Oh, wow. Okay, thank you. I mean, it's obvious. It's per se. Greg T. So there you go. You know, Scary, Scary went to jail. Yeah. Oh, that oh, was yeah, a good one. That. So, so Steve Kingston was our program director, right? And he had uh, these Devil Stanley Cup tickets. And he, he sent you to his house to get them. That's right. This guy, Sam Milkman, was supposed to grab the tickets from me. Because he, but he accidentally left them on the kitchen table inside. So he instructed me to break a panel of glass in the house. Yeah. So he, in so Scary broke into the Kingston house. Yeah. Broke in, gave Sam the tickets. He took off, and I was cleaning up the glass because Steve had a little kid at the time. Yeah. Well, just as I'm cleaning up the glass, all of a sudden I come around the outside of the house, and there's the uh, suburban upper upper Montclair police sitting there saying, "Excuse me." What are you doing around these parts with <laughs> oh your New gosh. York license plates? All right, so they threw him behind bars in Montclair. <laughs> yes, and then finally, it had it took the voice guy of Z100, Dave Fox, to clear my good name, <laughs> saying, yes, he actually is a guy who works for us, and yes, that is something that Steve Kingston would ask. Okay. So I actually... So you actually did break into the guy's house. I broke in because he asked me to, but he gave me the wrong passcode to shut the damn alarm off. So somebody was called, they called the police. That was fun. I remember that day. It was not a good day. Scary's in jail. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, oh my, my God. gosh. And I stood there for five hours. I can tell you, I've never really hung out with people who've been to jail, except for the people I work with. I know, me too. <laughs> I will say, I always thought the back of the cop cars are comfortable, but yeah. they're not. No, they're when, not. When they throw well, you Froggy, in the back how there, do you know that? Because I went to jail once. Too. No, I, oh, wait, what? Froggy, why'd you go? Why'd you go to jail? For vandalism. Oh, oh what? Froggy. Now, how long ago was this? I was a senior in high school. And what did you vandal? Well, we were playing another school in homecoming uh, that night, and so we went over to their uh, school to toilet paper their school and like 
defaced their field and the cops were waiting on us when we got there so they wow. waited for us to start and then they took us in the cars and they took 16 of us to jail at one time and you didn't find that very comfortable in the back seat no it was not comfortable at all going to the pokey <laughs> <laughs> they're so spontaneous all the topics freaking hilarious one of the best radio shows i've ever heard elvis duran in the morning show so here i am staring at a bag of tate's bake shop thin crispy buttery chocolate chip cookies and as soon as i'm done talking to you I'm opening this bag, and no one's going to stop me. Tate's Bake Shop Cookies at your favorite market. Uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. One of the things I love about our job is the interns. We have the best interns. We do. And they, they always waltz in here with these crazy stories about what happened over the weekend. And, you know, they had an intern weekend. Oh, boy. And what's normal to them is just they're still <laughs> living that life that I miss living. Like, <laughs> Being in college and not really, you know, having to give two Fs about much, you mm-hmm. know, other than waking up in the middle of the night and coming into your internship at the morning show. Right. <laughs> which I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I, do we have interns we can meet today? Yeah. I, I, we need to have the intern, um, The we don't do it right now. Okay. We need to have like the meet the intern day. Mm-hmm. Even though we bring, we bring him in from time to time. I was an intern years ago. You're an intern here. Yeah, and you know what? I Yeah, I have some stories about being an intern. Money being thrown at me, told, telling me, go get my dry cleaning. Go really? My... Well, back then it was different. Yeah. Interns nowadays are not treated the way interns were treated when I came oh, up in the ranks. We don't treat our interns like that. We're pretty cool, aren't no, we? No, we're awesome to our yeah. interns. Scary treats them poorly, but I can't. Really... <laughs> no, Scary just tries to date them after they leave here. Scary calls them his minions. <laughs> he does. His I mean, un- no, underlings. underlings. So, uh, underlings. intern Marissa's here today. We've actually met intern Marissa. Yeah. What was her story? She had a... Her last name is Scognamiglio, and so her mother had to teach her a song so she could remember how to pronounce and spell her own name. Exactly. <laughs> Which is like, that's an easy, easy to tell intern story. Yeah. But some of them get into crazy, crazy relationships with crazy guys. Oh, and yeah. It's like, oh. Dating and dorming and all that stuff. Were you an intern straight name? I was. That's how I got my first job in radio. Really? Yeah. Nice. My first day, they sent me out to a gas station and made me put a gas nozzle in my pants. <laughs> And then I had to go into the, the oh, counter. Yeah. The guy behind the counter, I had to. I was on the phone on the air, and I had to sing Kenny Rogers' "The Gambler" while taking my shirt off. Can we send our interns to do crazy things no. like this? Why not? No, they would sue us. Oh. I mean, it's, we're never. If ever we're at a loss for something to do on the show, we just call the interns in. We need a jingle for this. Bring me the interns. <laughs> What's scary? I'll never forget the internship I took before this. It was at the oldie station, and they gave me um, a bottle of Windex and a roll of paper towels, and they said, go into the studio and take every CD, the jewel box case, and I want you to clean. I had to spray the jewel box cases and wipe them down. Are you that serious? That was my job, I swear to God. I couldn't, it was almost like, all right, why don't you just send me home? You te- te- you know, your translation, I have nothing to do. You just busy See, work. I've never, ever taken advantage of an intern. I've never no. sent an intern to put gas in my car, or nope. there's never a dry cleaning thing. We don't do that. Our internship here is not like, well, why are you smiling? Why, well, you why? once sent an intern downstairs to get the pizza out of the garbage you threw out in the middle of New York. Oh, that's different. Well, that was fun. <laughs> but then I, you made him eat it. That was special assignment. <laughs> well, I, I ate it. Oh. Web girl Kathleen, were you ever an intern? Oh, yeah. And I let me tell you, I did the craziest stuff. Once my boss decided that every doorknob in the whole building had to be gold, so she wrapped me in garbage bags because it was a windy day outside and sent me outside with a can of spray paint, and I stood there for hours making sure every single doorknob 
was painted gold. What sort of a maniacal person were you she, working for? That was in the fashion industry. Yeah. Once I had to take 600 handbags and organize them by color before they could pick out which ones they wanted <laughs> for oh the magazine. God. You were working for Amanda Priestley. It's awesome. Once I had to refinance my boss's home and tell what? her boyfriend that she wasn't going to come for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good. So many and stories. I cleaned out her storage unit and I went two hours into the depths of Brooklyn in the middle of the winter to get kosher cookies for Yagel Azarel during Fashion Week. Oh my! It goes God. on. I could go on forever. I, I should but, write a book. I know. I know but question: as as outlandish as all those requests yes. were, did you have a good time? Yes, I learned the most important lesson ever: no job is too big or too small. There you go. Wow, that's mm-hmm. great. What's up, Garrett? Garrett, you were used to be an intern on our show. Yes, and before I started interning on this show, I was interning for our promotion department at this radio station. Right. First day on the job, super excited. I say, "What am I going to do?" You're going to go paint our secret studio in Secaucus, New Jersey. So I painted a radio station on the first day of my internship, uh, and I was told it was very important just in case anything goes wrong, we need this radio station. That's that's our emergency radio station. We we still have that? We haven't touched it in about 15 years. It's still freshly painted. Wow. We have Frog. So I was started out as an intern, too, many, many years ago when I did the very first day. Michael Bolton was coming to another radio station Ugh. in the building that we were in. I'm sorry. We need you to go out back and pull the weeds along the fence. Because when Michael Bolton comes around the back, we don't want it to look too bad. And then the next day, I had to wash the station vehicles. That's how I started oh. in this industry. Wow. See, I used I feel to babysit. Like, I feel like I you know, used to babysit as an intern. Yeah. My, Steve Kingston was our program director. And he would come take me off the phones and go, hey. I need you to go to my house and watch my kid. And I'm like, really? And well, he, would, like, he would pay you, he? would he? pay me. He would, right. Yeah, so I wasn't getting paid to be an intern, but he would. I would go there and I'd watch his his son, who's now how old? And uh, and and that's what I, I did that a lot. I feel like yeah. I missed out. I never interned. No. I, you know, is it, it's never too late you to can, intern. Why don't you go out there and answer the phones and intern? Don't you remember, <laughs> you remember Cuckoo Carly? Yes. The vegetarian intern? We made her eat. We paid her money and she ate bacon. She did it. Uh, what, what, Greg T? I got fired from my internship. So I was at Fairleigh Dickinson. I wanted to make a little extra cash. So I got a job working at uh, this place called Union County Utilities Authority. And then I worked there for maybe like about a month. They stuck me in a room, wanted me to write PSAs about enter- about uh, the environment. Well, no, you weren't an intern anymore. I did nothing. And then they fired me. That was but, the end of it. But that was a job. That wasn't an internship. No, that was an internship. Gregory, that was my, I got an internship. let's be honest. Yeah. Other than the job that you quit overnight without telling the boss, <laughs> this is the only job you've had that you haven't been fired from. Uh, the well, answer is yes. Yeah, we I guess about so. This. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Remember when you, when you went away to have this big career and then you didn't stay more than, what, a day? Yeah, I left him cold, high and dry. Yeah, See you later. He was a radio DJ in Sarasota. <laughs> he, he drove all the way down to Sarasota, Florida to start a new life. He he I, he, he hated the station so much, he pushed play on the song and he, he drove out of the parking lot while the song was still playing. The next phone call I made, I was in Richmond, Virginia, anyway, telling him I don't want the job anymore. But, I, but like I said, I I, I want to be an intern. So no, go, why don't you go out there? I want to be an intern. No, not for us. Oh, not for I someone wanna else. I want to go. I want to intern for like a big company. Okay. Like a big. I want to. I've, I've got to find an internship. A How do I do this? Okay. No, really. You have someone, to put your resume. Can you put your chopsticks down and help me? Let me find you an internship. You have to what send. What do you want to do? What industry? I don't know. Fashion. Yes. You love fashion. I want to be a fashion How intern. How about D squared? Maybe they have internships. All right. Well, let's figure it out. It's never. You're never too old to be an intern. No. 
What, uh, Brody? You, you, by the way, Brody's in charge of hiring interns. I wouldn't hire you here as an intern. Why not? Why? Too much attitude. Oh, <laughs> Am I too sassy? You're a little cocky. Brody is so strict too. Like if you spell anything wrong on your resume, you're out. If you use the wrong your, you're out. He doesn't. Right. He is so picky. When I had interns, I one time I interviewed my intern like this. So when can you start? That was, the that was your. That was your. That was my whole. Interview. That was the uh, interview. I had an intern that came once, then disappeared for a month, and I'm like, well, I don't. Where the hell did he go? Shows up one day with T-shirts for everyone. And I go, where have you been? You know, I just didn't feel like coming in. And, and he thought I was, was going to be fine and I was going to say, no problem. You can. I said, you, you got to leave. You can't be here where anymore. Where was he? He was out with his friends doing stuff. <laughs> what what, what uh, straight name? I what? found you a fashion showroom internship. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so In West Hollywood, California. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to West Hollywood. So I'm going to be an intern for who? Uh, Walker Drawless is looking for hardworking interns who are highly motivated, detail-oriented, reliable, organized, and have great time management Mm, skills. Well, that's not me. I need someone here in New York. Okay. And the time management skills, not a good thing. Yeah, not so much. I need to make my own hours. No. All right. You can't make your own hours at an internship. Yes. That's not how it works. Maybe in the restaurant business. I need to be an intern in the restaurant business. Oh, I got one in Brooklyn. There you go. Well, okay, internship in Brooklyn. What is it? What is it? Mule letter. It's a contemporary women's ready-to-wear line. Oh, I'm so in. Perfect. So what do I need to do as an intern there? Uh, des- you have to learn how to design for the three fashion muses, the posh princess, the bold rebel, and the mysterious vixen. Oh, my oh, God. You got the posh princess in the bag. <laughs> I'm, I'm color me there. It's very hands-on. Be prepared to have important daily tasks. You will be coached through them, but you should have great sewing skills and a knowledge and knowledge of pattern making. Never mind. <laughs> and draping okay. techniques. Oh okay, my god. Okay, okay, is... okay. Maybe I can't do that. Anyway, if you work for a big corporation here in New York City and you think I'd be a great intern, would you get in touch with us? <laughs> no one's calling. I want an internship at your company. <laughs> What's hot right now on ElvisDuran.com? Here's web girl Kathleen. In case you missed it earlier today, Greg T thinks he's dying and sent the most ridiculous text message to his doctor. You're going to pee in your pants when you read this one. We definitely did. And yesterday we had up-and-coming artist Arlisa on air with us. So if you want to find out why Shawn Mendes fans are being so mean to her, head over to the homepage. That interview is there for you right now. Get all this and more at ElvisDuran.com. ElvisDuran.com. Elvis Duran in the morning show. You're right. So you and Ricky Sanchez, you, you were, uh, we yes. love Ricky, by the way. She's I fat. love Ricky. Oh, my God. We have some great people working for us. We do. Anyway, so you and Ricky, uh, you were, yes. where were you walking? Um, we were driving back home. She driving. was nice enough to drive me back home. And then she, we just see like a dollar bill. So I thought it was just a dollar. Where? Like on the just ground? on the sky. It was flying around. Is so it like it was doing that, that, <laughs> that dance yeah. in the, in it the was, air? It uh, was calling my name. Um, and it was just like, you're it, uh... Anyway, um, so she stopped the car and she's like, get out the car, get it right now. So I caught it. It was in a hundred dollar bill. So a hundred dollar bill was flying in the air. Yes. Now, did you look around to see if like, you know, Drake was anywhere? Because, you know, he's been giving out a lot of money lately. (laughs) No, no, it was not God's plan. I wish. Oh, my God. I'd be married right now. Okay. okay, Where where were you exactly? I was in Jersey City, New Jersey. Okay. So you were stopped at a stoplight. I mean, paint the picture for me. In the middle of the, well, we stopped in the middle of the street. No cars were around us. It was like not, it was not a traffic time or anything. Right. Um, So there was literally, it was like a movie. It was in the middle of the well, road. Where did it come bill. from? I mean, a hundred dollar bill is flying through the air. I, it was God. God, God. God knew there was a plan for me. There it is. 
Maybe somebody was making it rain, Elvis. Does God have a flan for me? Yes. With me, it does. No, really. No, I really don't know where it came from. I... I really don't know. We well, just saw it flying take, around. Now, let me ask a question. Did you take it and put it in your pocket and run for your life? I did take it. I mean, I'm 23. I need to pay rent. I no, don't need. It doesn't matter. Even if you're a billionaire and $100 is flying yeah. at you in the air, you take it. It didn't yeah. have anyone's name on it. It didn't have anyone's name. Not any weird thing. It was just a $100 bill. It wasn't like a crisp $100 okay. bill. Okay, were there other bills flying in the air or just that one? It was just one? that one. That's just so that one. crazy. Okay, so, it was okay, serendipity. Wait. Okay, wait, hold on. So you were, did you look up? I mean, where did it come from? It had to come from somewhere. Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure it came from like this. It was a windy day yesterday, so I'm pretty sure it came from Maybe some, someone took money know. out of their pocket and- uh, Well, that makes me feel bad. Well, it's, you didn't do it. Why don't we, <laughs> okay, how would you pull money out of your pocket and throw it in the air and it flies? No, it could have flown. I mean, honestly, when I paid the guy at the um, at the parking garage, I I handed him the bills. It was a windy day. And remember, the bills went everywhere, all down the street, Maybe all it was over Danielle's. the place. Scary, is there cash in the forecast today? Oh. <laughs> Please, let me know. 15%, 20% chance of $100 bills. <laughs> Making it rain. So okay, okay, okay. So so you okay? So a hundred dollar bill just flew at you. You took it and put it in your in your uh, pocket. So from there, what do you do? Like, did you start thinking about like, wait, this isn't this is weird. This is unusual. It was unusual. I did think it was. Oh, I mean, it was weird, but I just took it. I mean, how? I mean, how much money is too much to keep? Like when you find it. Of course, if it was ten grand and I found it in the. You know, I would give it to. To be fair, police, right? you had no idea where it came from. Right. I mean, it's not like you you could take it to the front desk or to the. Yeah, like, know, do I go to the police and I'm like, hey, I found a hundred dollar bill, and they no. say, thank you. Uh, no, yeah, I don't know. No, you no. did the right thing. Yeah, keep it. I know, here for my landlord. So, I would have kept it. I just can't imagine walking down the street and all of a sudden I see a hundred dollar bill flying at me. Like, so okay, cool. I'll I would up. like to thank Ricky Sanchez for encouraging me because she's like, take it. <laughs> Get out of the car. By the way, it. breakfast is on your Ritza today. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, now I'm only at fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second, hey Mike. Hey Elvis, how are you? Doing okay. So you were on your way out to the club, gonna do some partying, and you found what did you find? A trail of money. It was the weirdest thing. Um, on my way to the club, I was walking with my friends. And, you know, as I'm walking, I find the dollar bill. And then I, I look a little further, and I see, like, another five. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, it's funny. It was like a three-block walk of money. And my friend's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'll meet you guys later. And as I'm walking, I find the dollar bill, then a five. Then I found, like, two 20s. And it went on for three blocks. And by the end of it, I winded up coming home with like 115 bucks. All right. Damn. <laughs> it's like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. They dropped breadcrumbs. I couldn't believe they it. I was money. like, is this going to, at the end of it, I'm thinking something bad going to happen? That's what I was thinking. Like at the end of the trail, what the hell were you going to find? You know? Exactly. You. No, you know what? You know, good things happen to good people. Yeah. Mike, congratulations. That's so cool. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, that's wild. Wow. I mean. Oh, wait, it, we got a problem here. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, Robbie, <laughs> now, what, what town were you in? Jersey City, New Jersey. Robbie is uh, calling yeah. from Jersey City. You said you lost that $100 bill last, yesterday? No, no, I wasn't in Jersey City. I was in- <laughs> he wants his money back. Alabama. All right, okay, okay, so in Alabama. It flew all the way yeah. to Jersey City. You dropped 100 yeah. bucks. Exactly. I dropped it yesterday morning, and uh, I couldn't find it yesterday, and I heard y'all on the radio this morning saying y'all found a $100 bill. I was like, So hey. you're saying you dropped it. Okay, so Robbie is saying, you know, what, what town in Alabama are you from? 
Uh, Phoenix City, Alabama. So he's in Alabama. He dropped $100, and it blew all the way to Jersey City, and you got it. That's his- Thank you so much, Robbie. Uh, well, you're, you're, you're welcome, but I was hungry, and I didn't get that, that little sandwich I wanted. Oh, oh, see. That $100 sandwich. That $100 sandwich. All right, Robbie. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Could it have flown all the way over I don't know. It's weird. Scary would know. Money Does the wind travel that much? Money doesn't just fall out of the sky. Someone, no. There's a story here. If you see the current jet stream and the pattern and the way the weather and the wind is going, <laughs> it very well could have. Yes, thank you, Robbie. Again. All right, there For you go. For that money. For that money. On Instagram, people were talking about it. Uh, Amethyst Vila was walking through... She says, I was walking through my building complex. I found a folded stack of $5 bills, which equaled $100. Wow. And just kept it. That's crazy. Christine says she was in the bathroom at the beach. She went to flush the toilet, looked down, $100 bill on the ground. Do people really lose money? That I guess so. Well, I, I yesterday, $10 fell out of my pocket. My husband turned around and goes, hey. And I said, what? I didn't even realize. He goes, look. And I'm like, oh, $10. I mean, it's not $100, but it's still $10. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So $10. That's but can you imagine you know? finding your money? Yeah. What amount becomes suspicious? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I couldn't trust X amount. Like, I don't know. $100 is borderline scary to me. I'd be afraid to like, touch it. Is somebody testing you or something? Where did this come yeah. from? You'd definitely look around. Yeah. Is, anyone, is, there, is there a camera seeing me? cursed. When uh, another uh, Instagram post, when I was 10 years old, I found a $100 bill floating in the ocean surf. Like, where did that come from? Did it come from a boat? A mermaid. Yeah, a mermaid. (laughs) She lost it. I found money in front of a church when I parked my car one night by the church. I was so broke, I needed it badly. $80 just waiting for me right there. I didn't see anyone around who may have lost the money, so I kept it. Aw. Aw. Good to go to someone That was a test. You were right in front of church. <laughs> yeah, you failed that one. That was donate that to the church. That's for the test right there. Mikey says I was walking out of Walmart on a windy day and I got hit in the face with a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> God, we're, we're, I'm never in the right place where it's raining money. Yeah, I get hit in the face, but not by twenty dollar bills. <laughs> What's scary? You know, uh, I will tell you that half, a half hour before the bar closes, when they're doing last call, go up to the bar and just look down and just start scanning. Like right where you put your footrest at the bar, if you walk up and down, there's always money there because drunk people, as they get drunker toward the end of the night, the money comes crumbling out of their pocket and falls. That's a very good idea. That's when you look for the. Take advantage of those drunk people. You know where? You know where else you can find money? Where? Under Web Kathleen's desk. She is so unorganized. She doesn't use a wallet. She throws her credit cards in her bag and crumpled dollars. So half the time she takes something out of her purse and money falls on the floor. You can go steal from Web Girl Kathleen. She wouldn't even know. Go see how much money's out there. <laughs> Her back's a black hole. Uh, Leah, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Doing very well. So you were just minding your own business. You went into the bathroom stall. Where where was the bathroom? I was in a restaurant. Okay. You went to the bathroom yeah. stall. What'd you find dinner. in there? $1,500. $1,500 bills. Okay, 15 wow. crisp $100 bills. So that is like a suspicious amount yeah, of money. That's like yeah, that's drug money. Abort mission. So what did you do? <laughs> So I um, obviously I went back to the table. Seeing, you know, I went back to who I was eating with. I was like, oh my god, what do we do? Fifteen hundred dollars in my pocket. Oh my god, oh my god, you know, freaking out. Um, and we're like, all right, well, we'll tell the management, but we're not going to say how much money, and we're going to hold on to it. So obviously the management goes, oh well, we'll just hold on to that for you. You yeah, know, obviously right. I'm not giving that to you. No way. Um, within a day, someone had contacted the restaurant because we left our contact information. Um, I ended up meeting with that person. They were at a funeral from out of town, and that was their rent. Oh, wow. Wow. So aren't you glad they you didn't keep it? 
Yeah, and um, they gave me a hundred bucks for giving it back to them. Oh, that's Good. nice. That was very nice. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, wow. yeah if you find fifteen hundred dollars, there. There, there's more to the story than just someone who just dropped money. I mean, yeah. that's that's a that's a big yeah. deal. A big wad of cash. You yeah. did the right thing. We love you, Leah. Leah, thank See, you. Leah did the right thing. Yeah. Uh, Valentina. Hello, lady. Hi. Hi. How how's it going, Valentina? So, Valentina, it's, 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 it's Valentina has a lucky life. She just walks outside and it starts raining money from the sky, right? Yes. So I walk out my front door and I'm outside with my brother, and suddenly we have money coming down from the sky and we just what? start picking up 20s and 20s and more 20s and it added up to about $400 as well. No, no. Where was the money coming from? The, the sky? It was it was strange. So we live in like townhomes. So right across we had other houses and it was just falling from behind, from above those houses. And, and it, it just started fell? falling in front of the house. Like, yes, like just, from an airplane or something? I'm trying to figure this out. I, I have no idea. We were still trying to figure it out. From behind a house. Well, I mean, I guess just don't question it. It was raining money. Like there was a dollar cannon. You never know. God works in mysterious ways. Maybe he thought you needed it and threw some down from the sky. That's so weird, Valentina. I had just gotten a car ticket, so. I'm going to hang out with you. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening to us. Have a great day, okay? Thank you so much. Hi, guys. Hi. It's great talking to you. Thank you very much. There you have it. It just rains money. Maybe there was a rooftop party going on somewhere, and someone was trying to make it rain with a money cannon, and it went off the roof, and it fell onto the floor through this from the sky. Maybe. (laughs) Serious kind of party. Yeah. Elvis. 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 Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Stamps.com lets you easily buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. You listen to us, you get a bonus. A four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale when you go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and enter Elvis. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. When we want to make someone mad, we turn to Dave Brody, the guy in the corner. My friend Riley and I were both in our friend Rick's wedding a month ago. At the end of the night, after too many drinks, Riley stole the centerpiece that was in the main lobby. The centerpiece was beautiful flowers in this very expensive vase. The place where the reception was located, well, they called Riley the next morning about the vase, and he promised to return it. In the process of taking it back, he broke the expensive vase. The catering hall sent Riley a bill for $250, and now he's refusing to pay it. He doesn't believe the vase was worth that much. Our friend Riley has a quick fuse and would be perfect for a phone tap. He's pranked me, so we would like to prank him back. Please call him, say you're from the catering hall, and demand he pay for the broken vase. This is from Scott. All right, Scott will be listening in on the other line while Dave Brody calls Riley. All right. Mike Riley. We're calling Riley now with Scott on the other line. Let's listen in and have some fun with the phone tap. Hello, is this Mike Riley? Yeah, who's this? Mike, this is Dave Garner. I'm calling from the inn. It's live. Originally. Yeah. I'm one of the supervisors here. Mm-hmm. You got a letter from us, an invoice, about the vase you broke? Mm-hmm. What's the status? I broke it returning it for someone else. So when I find out the real price, then I'll get back to this. Maybe that whole arrangement was worth $250, but the vase alone is not worth $250. All right, so you do admit that you stole it. I said I have it. I returned it. Have you been drinking? You sound like you're, you're a little... Am I calling it listen, a bad time? I'm in the union, and if you keep with me, I will come out there and kick your ass. You understand that? Yeah, listen... Call me up on my damn phone, accusing me. You got it, you little. Well, what union are you in? I'm no, just no, too afraid. You're a 
out there if I've been drinking. I'll come out there right now. Me and you will step outside. How's that? You sound like a very reliable person. No, you don't call me up. Who the hell do you think you are? Look, I'm calling you because we put this through a collections agency. You're calling me and saying I've been drinking? How about I just come out there right now? You want to deal with that? Or should I, have, or should I bring my lawyer with me? Want me to do that too so that he can watch me kick your damn ass? Who the hell do you think you are? Calling me and, and accusing me How about I just stop in there tomorrow? What time are you going to be there till? What time's good for you? I get done work at 3 o'clock. You give me time, I'll be out there. You meet me in the parking lot. How's that? Well, you're in a union, so you could probably take a two-hour lunch break and come see me. I don't need to take a two-hour lunch break to kick your ass. I only need five minutes. And you're pissing me the hell off. Guys in unions don't do much work anyway. Who the hell? No, who the do you think you are, man? You piece of shit. You call my phone again, I'm going to call the cops for you harassing me. You got it? You owe us $250. <laughs> How was that? Yeah, I mean, you couldn't have done it better. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. You're going to call him now on his cell phone. Just be like, hey, man, uh, I just got a phone call. Don't act like, you know, you spoke to him. Okay. This okay. guy Dave something called me. Perfect. Who's this? Riley. What's up? Yo, some jerk off from the inn called and left me some message saying that I stole a vase and you... No, no, no. The guy just called me from the inn. What did he say? He said that he spoke to Rick and Rick said I was probably so drunk I didn't know what I was talking about. The guy goes, well, you probably been drinking right now. You were, you were in the union. You are probably drinking out. I just went off my side. Are you kidding me? No, the kids are here. I was like, I'll kick your ass. Jesus Christ. Hold on one second. This might be him. Let me conference it in. Hello? Hello. Yeah? Yeah, Scott. I just got off the phone with your drunk friend. And, uh... Yeah. Oh, he's on the phone? Yeah. Listen, dude, I just called you up to tell you that you owe us $450. That's all I'm reason I'm calling. They're getting about $450. I ain't paying you a damn thing. And like I said, tomorrow afternoon, I will be there, and I will meet you outside, and I will kick your ass. Excuse me? You heard what I just said. And you know what? I, I ain't paying you And that's going to prove you're innocent by beating my ass? I'm going to beat your ass just because you're pissing me off. I'm sitting here in front of my friend's kids swearing up a storm because you're a little piece of ass. Did I know you're a crook? Am I am oh a my crook? God. I'll tell you what, you little piece of Be outside. I'm not going to be outside. What do you look like, you piece of crap? Well, I don't know what you look like, so I guess I'll just keep my eyes open for an idiot. I'll be driving a red jet, and when I jump out, you better be ready to run. Hey, you know where I'll be tomorrow? I'll be on the radio with you. This is Dave Brody from Elvis Strand in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped. Yeah, Riley got phone tapped. <laughs> hey, Riley. Get the hell out of here. What's up, man? <laughs> What's going on, you drunk? I'm getting ready to go have a beer right now after that. The Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, Danielle, what's going on? So according to a new survey, 84% of people watch Netflix with their pets. The, the top three, they watch Stranger Things, Fuller House, and 13 Reasons Why. And I know this has nothing to do with the story, but I found out I had my pets one year today. I adopted them. I'm so excited. They're so cute. Diggy and Fred. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Carrie Underwood is releasing new music tomorrow. It's supposed to drop 6 a.m. Eastern time, obviously, unless it leaks. Uh, and she will be performing on Sunday's ACMs. And this is her first public appearance since she fell on the steps outside of her home back in November. And remember, she had to have surgery. She had a broken wrist, damaged her face. She had 40 to 50 stitches. So it's very nice to see Carrie Underwood getting back on that stage. Market Watch is saying that Grand Theft Auto 5 is now the most profitable piece of media in history. There isn't even a movie that has made that much money. 
The game has sold more than 90 million units since it came out in 2013. It's generated around $6 billion. Now, Nintendo's Mario franchise has sold more than Grand Theft Auto V, but no single game comes close to $6 billion. Cardi B's been very busy lately. She officially unveiled her pregnancy on SNL. I love the way she did it. I mean, we knew she was pregnant, but... She officially told us she was pregnant. And she co-hosted with Jimmy Fallon last night. She also did an interview with GQ Magazine. She says that her famous butt came from a woman who injected her butt with filler, but it was back in a Queen's basement apartment. She said it cost her 800 bucks. She said, they don't numb your ass or anything. It was the craziest pain ever. She said, I felt like I was going to pass out. I felt a little dizzy. And she said, it leaks for like five days. She was thinking about going to that same woman for a touch-up, but that woman got arrested. because she had leaky butt. She had leaky butt. She um she got arrested, that woman, because she did surgery on somebody, and that person passed away on the table. So my guess is if you asked Cardi B, she probably wouldn't do that today. Yeah. Uh, fans are stunned at how Chris Hemsworth and Liam Hemsworth's mom and dad look. They are young looking and absolutely flawless. But then again, if you look at Liam and you look at Chris, you kind of understand why, right? This is pretty cool. Uh, Tim Tebow says that he would like to adopt one kid from every continent. He said, I want to sit around the dinner table every night. I want to see kids from Africa, Asia, Europe, South America, and right here in the States. He says, how? How cool would that be? It's one of my favorite things to dream about. I would love if he did that. We love him. Uh, Did you see a female fan trying to give Justin Bieber a present after he left spin class? She looked a little suspect, so uh, he quickly got into his vehicle. He did chat with her for a few minutes, and then he got into his car, and he drove away. So uh, who knows? Anyway, that's it. That's your entertainment. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. Hello, this is Beyonce. Hey, I'm Charlie Puth. How you doing? This is Wendy Williams. Hi, this is Christian Coldplay. With Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show.